<laughs> it's me, Seth Rogen. Thank you for listening to Show Cinema. Franco. Would that be, would that be, uh, was Gonzo? Would Gon, so if Seth Rogen's Kermit the Frog, would James Franco be Gonzo? Yeah, I've, unfortunately. Do you think I James Franco called Seth Rogen and asked to be in the Ninja Turtles movie? <laughs> Could he have been Scumbug? <laughs> you know, yeah, that would be a good fit for him. Uh, sorry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Hello. It's been a little while. It's been a minute. Life, uh, life's hard. Yeah, sure is. Uh, we were on strike. We were, you know what? Yes, let's say that. You want more of this free content? Pay us. <laughs> Pay us more. We write every episode. But we're not in the guild, so it's okay. We're not breaking any rules right now. Yeah. We're not, we're not, what, scabs is what they're called? Yeah. People yep. that cross the line? Mm-hmm. Dirty scabs. Disgusting or scabs. foreigners. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Take that back. No, no, it's because, <laughs> but, let me clarify, because they're not in... <laughs> sag yeah. so they are allowed to be in stuff anyway i'm blackjack power <laughs> emphasis in the black version there thank you and i'm gonna make this very hard to edit i guess by saying a lot of inappropriate things probably i'm, I'm it's cool i'm mad as hell yeah and, and i'm not gonna take it anymore i'm gonna let it go in this podcast twisted sister twisted metal <laughs> i'm actually not mad about the twisted metal <laughs> well you know what since the last time we have got together we've uh, seen quite a few movies but we just have not had the time to get together Couple uh, different ones, lots of different ones, actually. You, you, of course, you took in the the double feature that I, I guess further saved movie theaters because yeah, everyone went. Did. Um, yeah, we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, I, I've watched a few TV shows as well, just you know, little things here and there, keeping me busy. But honestly, the with all the strike stuff going on, I've been really focused on that. So yeah, we should mention because I think last time we met, the actors were still working. Uh, so now we yeah, have yeah. a dual strike of the Writers Guild and the Screen Actors Guild are both on strike. This is the first time since I want to say it was the six in the sixties. Yeah, it was. Yeah, a very long time ago. Um, so this is historic, and I don't want to get too much into all of the politics of it, but pay people, pay yeah. people what they are worth and what they deserve. And if you're someone who is just like, well, I don't get paid that much, that's kind of what this is about. Yeah, Everyone exactly. should be standing up right now, going like, hey, you know what? Uh, no. Pay me better. This is this isn't just about rich Hollywood actors aren't getting what they think they're due or something like that. This is this is beyond all of that. And also, in fact, it's not even about them. Like the actors, this isn't about Tom Cruise and George Clooney. This is about your your working stiff TV actors, your background players, people who are struggling to make rent. I mean, it's for everybody, but these are the people that are really fighting. I mean, like think about think about the amount. It's like George Clooney's not out there going. I don't have quite enough money yet. Yeah, yeah. Think about all the movies and all the TV shows you've seen since you were a kid where the main character is like an intern and they don't get paid. They're delivering coffee and it's like them building their way up into something. There's a reason why those characters exist is because people haven't been paid for a very long time. Think about Stanley or Phyllis from The Office. Those actors. They're not the Steve Carell's. Because everyone loves The Office, right? That's according to my dating profile. Everyone loves The Office. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched it. Rachel, she was a she was a assistant at some point, right? In Rachel Friends. From Friends? Yes. Yeah. 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 But also Friends was unbelievable because none of those people could do could live the way that they lived. Hey, Ross is a paleontologist <clears throat> in, in New York City. He was good. 
He's fine. But this is also <laughs> with you know, just like the writers, but what the actors are really fighting for now is there's a lot of things, but residuals is the big part. And and like you're saying too, think about all the stuff that you've watched on Netflix. Think about friends. I don't remember the exact number, but I think Netflix paid a hundred million dollars. Oh, uh, it was insane. To yeah. get friends for the time that they did, because they've lost it now. It's gone, I think it's back to Peacock. I don't yeah, know. So I can actually tell you, I was watching Friends in 2013, and then they took it out at around 2014, and it didn't come back to Netflix until like 2019. So it's not even about so the money. They paid a shit ton of money spent, for that and just, still lost it. But just consider that's a, that Netflix spent a ton of money to get a, a even at that point, 15 approaching 20 year old series. How many people wanted it? Exactly. How many people watched it. So how much money did that make Netflix? Now, this isn't just on Netflix. This is all streamers. Streamers notoriously don't ever release the num- numbers of what people watch or how much yeah, people watch things. No even one knows how. The stuff that they make. So it's not even just friends, but whatever. And they do that because if they announced this many people did this, then they would need to pay residuals to everyone that was in these things. And they don't want to do that. That's part of what they're fighting for. But it's also streaming wasn't a thing the last time these contracts were negotiated. Exactly. Not really. Not like it is now. And you're having actors who and some of them have been posting the residual checks and showing there's one actor residual check that was literally negative. It was yeah. negative money on the check. Uh, one guy got zero dollars and he was the dad in the Lizzie McGuire movie. And show. Uh, another instance, John Cusack, famous actor. And even if you haven't seen the movie, you probably know of the, the Boombox movie, Say yeah, Anything. Yeah. He posted a long tweet on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck it's called now. Yeah, it was who, Twitter at the time. Yeah, it was Twitter at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that he was supposed to get whatever back end points from that. And he's never gotten anything because of their creative accounting. That movie has never made money, but it's literally one of the most famous movies from the 80s. Yeah. And it's what made him famous. But And you argue, like, well, he's famous. Fuck him. But like. No, someone else, though, did make money off of this, off of him, and they're not paying him. Suddenly, Nicolas Cage and all of his movies make sense, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, I also mean, and Bruce Willis. Well, we knew that with the Bruce Willis stuff, especially at the very end there. But yeah. But this and 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 we're also approaching a thing, too, where they wanted to take day players, your extras, your background actors and have them come in for a day's work and they would pay them for that day. Yeah. And they wanted to scan them and then they would have their likeness in perpetuity forever to put into whatever they wanted. And the funny thing is, I literally just watched a Black Mirror episode on Netflix. I was going to bring exactly it up. exactly about this. I was going to bring it up. And it's like, Netflix, did you did you even watch? Do you watch the shit that you put on? Because like, it, it's a this fake, is what it was about. The uh, It's, um, Joan is awful. And the episode features a fake Netflix that is using AI. I mean, I mean the sound is, the it's Netflix. It's, it's exactly the same. I, I think I that, think there's even other shows that they're scrolling through are real yeah. shows on Netflix. I th- I'm pretty sure that fake Netflix is already like a running thing in their series when it went to Netflix. So that's it wasn't a new thing. But regardless, beyond even the concept of that episode, which is Netflix literally stealing someone's life. It was, like, it was like a week later after that release that the, the actors went on strike, which I thought was amazing. But the other turn in that is like Selma Hayek is playing... <laughs> <laughs> the TV version of this character, but it's not even Selma Hayek because she sold her likeness to Netflix. Exactly. To and they be just used. used her an AI to do this. And and so that's the, so we're talking about residuals and it's also talking about AI. And that's what the right, I mean, the writers were fighting against that too. And even the writers, uh, you know, one thing that's come out now too is Netflix. Everybody is doing these things called mini rooms. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of a writer's room. Yeah. The writers get together and, break out a season of a show or whatever. Now they're doing these mini rooms and they have these writers basically break a series and then just send them away. It's like, cool, we'll take it from here and just take the ideas and they run with it themselves. So they don't have to pay these people. Great. 
um, are the make them sign exclusivity contracts. Which, yeah. And that's always been a thing. But back in the day, your series ran for 20, 25 episodes. That could, that could carry you for a year. I mean, I mean, now, fuck, I think the Joey show got two seasons. <laughs> and I think I do think even at that, I think they were both in the 20 episode range. And it was an like an astronomical failure. But now your average show is eight, 13 episodes. Sometimes you're lucky if you get and six. And so if your exclusivity contract runs for a year, that means you can't work on anything else for a year. And this was all that you get. And they're also cutting you out of a bunch of things. So Because the money that, that Netflix exec that Tits Randos is making yeah. to buy his third house while this writer may be struggling to pay rent on his apartment. So I, I actually have something to bring up because this is a... Uh, I have not told you about this at all. This is breaking news. This is. Um, so Ethan Hawke was creating a movie in our town. Yep. That, this I knew. I knew I was aware. They were looking for extras with our old job. I had some photos taken. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll apply to be an extra. And they called me back. They wanted me to work three days, 12 hours for a hundred bucks a day, $80 for all three. And that is, I mean, and that's, that's, that's also, bad. that's typical extras work. And I mean, to a degree, it's just, imagine. I don't agree with that, but like, I get it at a certain level too. It's like, look, you're just gonna, we just want you to stand here and fucking whatever. So, that, but that's that's twelve hours for three days. So that's thirty six hours, and they want to pay you eighty dollars. You divide that, and that's about point forty five cents or point or just forty five cents an hour to be paid. And even though you didn't take it, someone else did. Oh, absolutely, they they did. Probably someone who like really look. I, I need to make connections. I need. Mm-hmm. And that's I again. I'm not saying that the industry needs to change all these different things like. Part of it is I get like, this is just fucking how some stuff works, but everyone should be getting paid for the work that they do and for what they are worth just because they like what they do. Yeah. You should just get paid for your job if you hate your job. It's it's different like too if you're like you could do something like this for um I don't know, college credits, uh, school credits. Because the other something fun to do with your friends, that's fine. But it's like that's three days of money you would be losing if yeah, you had look, a, if, like just a normal you know, job. If if you were 2021 20, and that was happening, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Like I'll get to be in a movie and Maybe. I'll make 80 bucks or whatever. Or, yeah, it might even be like, it might not even be there. Aren't you yeah. like, oh, look at that. Uh, I'm in the background. That leg, that's me. Yeah, exactly. Those are my Jurassic Park pants. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that pisses me off with this, beyond some people also saying like, well, you know what? I don't even like anything that's coming out of Hollywood right now. Well, do you like straight up AI garbage? Because like, that's what they will give us. And if you want to argue that writers aren't doing a good job right now or last a couple of years, I'm not going to defend every single writer. We're wrong. There's plenty of bad ones, but a lot of them are also like doing what they're being told to do because it is a job. Just like we've we've complained about Marvel movies and their VFX. Yeah, I'm not shitting on those VFX artists. Maybe some of them aren't great, but some of them are also probably like, look, I just I, do yeah, I, this five minute bit, and I had one day to get all of this done. Because uh, if you don't, you know, an interesting thing, this little divergent, but if you don't know how the VFX industry works too, the studio will decide, here's how many VFX shots we have in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll put it out there and the VFX houses make bids. And guess what the studio does? They pick the one that made the lowest bid. Exactly. And it's just like, well, here's how many you have. Can you like get this one? So like, oh, they just got to figure out how to get it done. And so I hope the next one, I hope the VFX artists get a union and go on strike. Cause that's the next thing needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, if they aren't already, they should be because that's, it's insane. <clears throat> and the same goes for fucking video game designers. Now too's like, fuck this crunch stuff. Like, no, I, I will say, um, you know, you know, this is current news. Baldur's gate 
may have just saved video games. That they might have actually changed the the. That is also another stuff. change, and I, I have seen that too. And <laughs> I think that it's great, and we can touch on that, I guess, on the back end of this episode. But yeah. At the same time, like, I think it's also naive to think it's going to change anything. It's not. No, I mean, you're yeah, going to still have places like Activision. They just showed like, like hey, yes. hey, if you make a good thing and you make it full and complete all, all at once, people will like it. Yep. That's not the point. Activision knows that. Everyone knows that. They also knows like, and what, what those people are looking at when they're being shamed right now on the internet, first of all, they don't give a fuck. No, not at all. But it's also just like, but you could have made this much money. That's all that they see is like, you could have made this you chose to give all that shit away for free. The, That's what they see. It's insane. The, and um, also, and, before I before I forget, I, I did miscalculate. It was actually like two dollars and twenty cents an hour. <laughs> I think it's even less than like a waiter gets. Oh no! It, yeah, it is. It, my argument is, if you're an extra minimum wage of whatever state you're in, that makes sense. And that's it really this this whole fight, this whole argument, why I'm heated about it is literally what it should come down to is in this country alone. I'm not going to argue the world over. Everybody should be able to make a living wage. Yeah. And not have to worry about food or rent working 40 hours a week. Something we agreed on however many yeah, yeah. decades ago is like 40 hours is the average work week. Which, you know, there was a time where that wasn't either. Thanks, Henry Ford. Uh, and if this country is so great, everyone should be able to work 40. You shouldn't have to work a second job. You shouldn't have to do a side hustle. If you want to do it, great. But you should be able to do these things. Yeah. And not worry at that level. And we can't. No, and it's, it's it's getting so old. And in this industry, what we're seeing is this is a microcosm of where you work, where I work. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this motherfucker. I mean, he was anonymous, but I can't believe he said this out loud to, I assume, a reporter, because I think it was a variety that reported it. Yeah. Of an exec for the writer strike claiming the end game goal is to wait them out until they start losing their homes. There's more to that quote, but I'm not really that, that's, paraphrasing. That's that's the only thing that matters is that's that how there is some rich asshole out there being like, well, I got my shit. And that's what's going on. Also, I think because they just went back to the table negotiating, I think, this past weekend, just the writers. The SAG is not. Yeah. And it's not them. It's not the guilds who aren't negotiating. The studio has chosen not to negotiate because they weren't lying. Their goal, their plan is like, fuck, we'll just wait them out until they don't have any money. And then they'll take what we're going to offer them. Yeah. Even though this whole fight is about the fact of, they don't have any money now. That's why they're arguing about this. And they when, don't trust that you won't take this away from them. When, as soon as you get a fucking AI, they can go, oh, it's AI, I'll just write this shit. So like, that's what's so frustrating about all this stuff is like, you know, you always get people to be like, well, uh, you fucking idiot. You just go work at McDonald's. It's like McDonald's employees make $15 an hour now. I also saw people saying like, well, then don't live in California. Like you can write from home. It's like, that's not how it works. Sure. You can Stephen write King, from home. You want to go to your lake house and write? <laughs> But also, if you're writing for Hollywood or in that industry, like a lot of times you have to be on set. Like it's not just you, you write, you to, turn it in. You can't just write from home. You have to be there and be ready to be like, OK, director, I'll fix this for you. And just like making <laughs> connections like you, you can't make connections over just LinkedIn and fucking Zoom calls like you have to be there. And guess what? This shit takes place in Los Angeles, in New York. That's where the studios are. And that is yeah. who dictates that. And a further thing that got me is with the Screen Actors Guild, one studio is allowed to continue with their productions now. And that's A24. Do you know why they're able to continue? Because <laughs> they agreed. They just agreed yeah, to they, the terms that they everyone said, wanted. Absolutely. Let's do it. So granted, I understand A24 is a smaller studio, but like they put out a lot of stuff and like they're getting bigger. And I mean... And they get they haven't really had any stinkers. And if anything, all it shows is like, so you all could do this. Yeah. And you're choosing not to. How much money do you need? 
I looked it up. Technically, what the writers are asking for overall annually yeah. is $420 million. You may be like, oh, my God, that's a lot. No, it's not. Not at all. Last Indiana Jones movie cost 300 something million dollars to make we don't we so still don't know what how much each marvel movie has cost but they always reported at a solid 400 million you're talking about these executives in these studios like make one less fucking movie i guess if yeah, you won't yeah. take a pay cut because that's that's also like don't be naive i know that no one's nobody at the top is going to not make their money yeah so if this stuff gets worked out you and i are going to pay for it netflix is going to go up in price again yeah again and i would be okay with that now if my if I know like okay well so but you're paying the people who make this stuff it's it's like honestly, so like, it's it's so sad it really is especially for people like us who enjoy watching movies and stuff like sure some of the movies have sucked really bad in the past few years but, but it's always it's always studios occasionally you get something good you you get a Spider Verse you get a Dungeons and Dragons uh, I can't think of a show right now but like, <laughs> yeah there are good shows like there has been a good yeah, show yeah. that I've seen recently but you you get that you gotta you gotta dig through this shit and yeah, it sucks it sucks knowing that Hollywood one they always learn the wrong lesson from Barbie being success are they gonna learn the right lesson about why that was successful nope not at all not at all they're just gonna go hey do do you, let's make a fucking movie out of Stretch Armstrong toy movies just like even like. With Deadpool, the first one, rated R, and it made all that money. Like, granted, you didn't get a lot of fallout from that, but did they learn the right lesson? No, because the right lesson really was, hey, if you just make a one, if you just let a creative team just fucking make the movie they want to make. Yeah. Turns out you might just make a lot of money because that was really whether you like Deadpool or not. Like that was a $60 million fucking movie. And that's the only reason Fox didn't give a shit. It's like, well, it didn't cost us anything. Do whatever you want. We can use some uh, archive footage of the mansion. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> it made all that money. Like, oh, holy shit. So the next one got a much bigger budget, and Fox did care a little bit more. Yep. And that's why now nowadays, like, look, I want my movies to have the budget they need to do their stuff. But at the same time, like, I kind of like it if you're under $100 million, because I feel like that's when the studios start to care. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oppen- you know, do you know how much Oppenheimer cost to that's make? What, that's what I was going to say. $100 million. They that's s- it. They set off an actual nuke for Oppenheimer, and it cost that much money. And they set off an actual bomb. Now... <laughs> On top of that, and even going back to what the writers want, do you know how much Marvel's Secret Invasion cost? Oh, God, I can imagine. It's ridiculous. It's $220 million that, for, mm, I think that was, what, six, six episodes? episodes? So one could have been a movie. That doesn't matter. We'll talk about it here in a second. We will. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if that was written by AI, but like it, it might have been. Uh, the credits were definitely created by AI, which they're like, that's that's intentional. That's part of the thing. Is uh, it though? Off yourself. Also, like, <laughs> even if that was the case, like, yeah, it kind of goes with the flow of what your story is about. Like, this is this is bad timing in that. It you should have gone back and just had someone else like just do basic credit sequence, take this out. <laughs> just 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 zoom in on like. Nick in, Fury's eye. You know, I'm good these, these strikes, these kind of strikes happen all the time, and we don't maybe see them. Yeah. UPS was about to go on strike, and that got resolved. A couple years ago, John yeah, Deere I mean, went on strike. They threatened. Like, the UPS one was so bad that they were like, we're going to fucking do it. And then they were like, "Uh, okay, you guys win. But this... They folded so quick. This is a super public strike because entertainment is in our home. And I mean... Americans are meant to like, I mean, that's the way the media is. They want you to worship these celebrities. So when the celebrities are mad, the people get mad. And again, I don't want to make the point of like, I'm not arguing for the celebrities. Everyone should still get their due. But like, and a lot of them made the point too. He's like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yes. I get paid $10 million every movie that I make. But they realize 
people who make this movie because it's not just these actors too you don't realize fucking boom mic operators are out of work right now everybody is out of work there's so many little tiny things i mean those credits you sit through to see the last thing at the end of a marvel movie those are all people with jobs that do not have work right now all those millions of names that flash through and you know that sentiment too of them trying to wait them out until they lose their homes sadly they could have done that with the writers but now that the actors they could because they look We've got all these scripts that are sitting here anyway. We'll just fucking run with them. Now you don't have actors like you're going to start running out of stuff. Yeah. And eventually your shareholders are going to start asking like, uh, the fuck. (laughs) The weird thing is that I discovered like Zaslav, our our good friend Zaslav. He realized somehow Warner Brothers, they've saved a hundred million dollars during the strikes because we don't have to do anything. Wait till next quarter, buddy. (laughs) But the other thing that's impacting that too is, and what we're going to start seeing is stuff for us is going to start drying up. And yeah. certain movies have already been pushed. And now you might wonder, like, why are they being pushed if they're done? Like they should be putting that out. Because during the strike, actors also cannot promote anything. Yes. They can't go to talk shows. They can't go to premieres. They can't go to their award shows, which again, you probably don't care about, but like it's promotion. That's a lot of things. I mean, they can't you think even about all those talk shows, especially they can't even tweet about yeah. this shit. Um, because apparently one of the Witcher writers like tweeted something. Yeah. And it got misconstrued. And again, we can talk about the Witcher because that's a whole thing too. But Fuck. he ended up deleting the tweet and he's like, that's I didn't mean that's not why I was doing this and it wasn't that. So yeah, they can't do any of this. Now the studios are also afraid of if we can't promote our movie, will Shoot. people go see it? Exactly. So the biggest one that I know of is Craven. And when I say biggest, what I mean is the biggest move. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if that movie. I don't know. I don't know if the movie's going to be good, bad. They clearly don't have enough faith to just put it out. We're like, no, no, no. Someone needs to go talk about this. It was supposed to come out. I mean, they did hold Morbius for almost three, four years. In what, like seven weeks? Yeah. And has now been pushed to August of next year. Yeah, an entire entire year. Nope. We're just going to go ahead and wait. I think Dune is getting moved. Apparently, the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel, I guess, was filmed. Because it was apparently going to come out in December. That makes sense because the last time we talked about it, it was like an icicle logo. Um, but now that's been moved also to sometime next year. Yeah. Spider-Verse, which was scheduled for March. Now uh, they're threatening that it's not even going to happen. Although apparently it's not done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know how it's going to come out in March. But yeah, now there's just a threat. They're going to like, overwork those people is what they're going to do. We may not just <laughs> even, it may not even happen. As if like, I don't know if that's supposed to get us, the audience, to be like, go back to work. I want to see this movie. If, if that's the studio's idea of like, yeah. we got to turn their opinions. Like, look, I'd like to see a conclusion to that movie that I really liked. And that was awesome. But also, but, uh, do you know how many times you guys have burned us with cliffhanger movies and shows that you've never went back to? Yeah. The past fucking 50 years. Cause if you want me to get another soapbox, I'll also argue like, <laughs> if you're going to do a long form story, you should have to commit of like, we will finish this. Yes. The studio whether, themselves should have it. Whether you all go see it or not, I guess, fuck it, we'll finish it. Because one of you wants to see how this ends. But also, I don't think there's anything that they could cancel where it'd be like, that deeply affects me. It would just be like, oh, all right, I mean, I yeah. guess that happened. We're used okay. to being disappointed by shit every day. I don't know why they think and honestly, a shit. I would rather I would rather there be, I'd rather there be less stuff out there for more good things to come to the surface. Yeah. Um, Indie movies are going to have a real time to shine right now. I think I saw Mark Ruffalo make a comment. Speaking of Mark Ruffalo, huge shout out in Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Um, but he made a comment like urging other actors like go to the indie scene. Like let's stop working in this studio system. Although if you all do that, then the indie scene is just going to become the studio system. But Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So this is, uh, this I, I don't foresee this ending honestly anytime soon. No, I think it'll get till winter when we're out of shit to, to air. And then that's when stuff's going to start going down. And you, you are 
we, we are going to lose certain things. And that's why we're not really talking about a lot of news today either. Cause like, first of all, there ain't, ain't a lot of news to talk about. That's not mm. this. And yeah. The only news we have really is a uh, thing got canceled. Thing got pushed back. <laughs> Cause of the, the canceling thing, what you're also going to run into is actors have commitments. And yeah. if certain things run over now, it may be like, well, I can't do that. Now. I can't do that project now. They may just be like, well, then I guess this is, we're just, we're just going yeah, to cancel it. Sucks. Sucks to suck. Uh, um, I guess, you know, one of the news, I'm sure Disney, once again, another, another big flop, uh, Haunted Mansion, massive failure. And, you know, I, I, I saw a couple of reviews that were nothing that's like glowing, mm-hmm. but no one is negative is like, that's yeah, fine. I, I do think maybe Disney? it's an impact of nobody could go promote it. Because to be honest, like I've seen the trailers for it. I didn't realize that it came out. I didn't either. Last weekend. Yeah. It came out the same weekend as Turtles. So I didn't even know. Yeah. Because um, I mean. I do kind of want to see it. Actually, I, I legitimately thought the trailer looked didn't look that bad. Interesting and fun. And I like the cast. And that's kind of when that that kind of movie like that's what you this need is to a, sell. This is like another another Disney flop. There has not been an actual success for Disney for a minute. I, I think we are going to see a lot of movies after this now get pushed back because I think like I, I don't know what the projection was on Haunted Mansion. I don't either. Period. But I think they're going to see it as. Not being able to promote this. Yeah, the, the next Disney project is going to be an animated movie, which is, um, I, I saw the trailer. I couldn't tell you the name of it because it didn't leave an impression. There was a, a talking goat with a deep voice. Oh, oh yeah, we saw that. Wish. Wish. Yeah, that's it. Wish. I'll admit the goat's voice was like, oh, that's funny. No, but, so just, but now I've seen it in the trailer, so like that joke's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, uh, that one Disney movie that also came out recently, Elemental, Elemental massive failure. Buzz Lightyear failed. Now Strange World failed. Ele- <laughs> Elemental, though, I think is a failure on a level of, again, most reviews I read about it were like, even I thought like concept wise, like, that's a cute idea. Uh, I'm not a huge Disney person, so yeah, I'm not yeah. like, oh, I'm going to see it. But like, you know, I wouldn't not watch it if someone wanted to put yeah. it on. But also, and I think, um, is it Bob Iger? Is that who's back yes, in yes, charge yes. now? He, he kind of, you know, he's mentioned this too. One of like cutting back on Marvel. Yeah, because there's too much of too it. much. Although I think he also kind of meant like, oh, we just make, you know, we don't have to make it that good. I yeah. think he also was kind of saying that in a way. Uh, but also there's now this preconceived idea of well, fuck a why is, you know, what sells a kid's movie and what made them their money is you're not just selling one ticket. You're probably selling three or four tickets per. Yeah, for a family, for a family. And also you're and that you're, shit is expensive. But then also you're getting like a. Like you get the toys and stuff. That's why there's always a cute character in these movies because like Cause kids want to go I'd get a plush after the movie. At the theater, even if your family, like we don't get snacks or we yeah. sneak that shit in. If you're just going on the price of tickets and you're a mom, dad and two kids, you're probably still easily talking about almost a hundred dollar. I can tell out. you the last when I bought our tickets for Ninja Turtles, um, the uh, the adult ticket price for just this is. Uh, was it real 3D? Is that what that's called? Yeah. $16 for an adult, $14 for a senior, and it was like $12.97 for a child. So $13 for a kid. So you have a family of three kids, that's already over $30 for, for just the kids. So why you know, why would they spend that when they're like, or I could wait two months and I pay for Disney Plus, Which so is we'll like watch 12 it on bucks. Disney Plus. Um, and also the kids will shut the fuck up and sit down. So I don't, did this movie come out this year or was that last year? Strange. It was last year. Strange world or strange, world. strange planet, whatever. And it came out in the middle of a lot of bigger movies too. And again, but just like looking at a poster, seeing even a trailer for it, you wouldn't even know like, is that going to theaters or is that on Disney Plus? Yeah. yeah. And even if you did know it was going to theaters, like what is going to be a big enough draw of like, I will, we will spend money to go see that. Maybe something like The Little Mermaid. 
which in live action it also failed here it did really well overseas yeah yeah and it didn't like bomb here compared to the other stuff that disney's had recently. it just didn't make what it, it spent it, it wasn't lion king you know yeah didn't hit the billion dollar mark here yeah but you know that did have an appeal to of like being a black ariel this time mm-hmm. you know maybe you're just like oh now ariel looks like me yeah also created controversy look ariel's black <sighs> i still won't lie them casting ursula as melissa mccarthy is one of the funniest things ever but i you know but i get it <laughs> i mean i legit get is like the name sells yeah and like oh, she's big all right ursula it, it works it's like casting patrick stewart as professor x like i mean yeah i, yeah. I mean he's a bald dude absolutely it's what you would do <laughs> slap a wheelchair on him there you go <laughs> like you know you're you're so right with that stuff like it's so it's so strange of like how much of the stuff is like failing and succeeding like barbenheimer has no reason to be as big as it was i i think that is and I, i'm the one who has, i've not seen either nemo has seen both mm-hmm. and he did it the proper way yeah i did it one day I, I uh, which one? Of, which one did you do first? Uh, I did Barbie first, and then we did Oppenheimer afterwards, and you, I saw it on the same day. And it was two days after it released, still sold out. I bought my tickets online, and I had to confirm that I was coming so they could make way for seats if I wasn't going to show up. Do you feel like that's the the right? Are you glad you did Barbie first and then Oppenheimer? Or do you think the experience with the people there was really fun doing that? Now, as far as seeing, did you notice first, anyone else? From your Barbie screening that also walked into your Oppenheimer oh, screening? Oh, a ton. Actually, the people we sat next to in Was there some in pink Barbie. in your Oppenheimer? Yeah, I, I actually, I wore pink. And uh, and um, the person I went with, they were all black. And that was a lot of stuff. Some people were dressed up in full-on suits. It was actually pretty great. I think that shows, again, the, the sway of the power of social media for good or ill. Yeah, for better or for worse. Um, but also, but the, that would have given it big opening day or spike or whatever the success of both of those actual movies is the fact that both of them turns out apparently are just good movies and so after opening day everyone that left was also like hey you should go see these mm-hmm. you get where you They're get that good. word of mouth i've had you know some of my uh lady friends mm-hmm. i was like you gonna see barbie like i'm not gonna go fucking see barbie you know it's dumb i didn't or i didn't play with barbies or whatever yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then a week later they're like I'm going to go see Barbie. And I was like, what, what changed? Cause I even told, I told him, I was like, I don't think it's what you think it is. I knew, I knew what it would be. But as more word of mouth of it spread and also spread of like, here's what this movie is actually about. And also it's actually really funny. And turns out they just didn't spoil it all in the trailer for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. There's nothing. And, uh, you know, now Barbie, I think might be for this year. It's already crossed a billion. Yeah. It's, it's so I a, think it's beat Mario as far as it, fastest. I think it did. And I think it's, it probably will surpass Mario's box office take. Which, it's, still, it's still selling tickets now. Which like as is we speak. very impressive to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of, I really didn't think that, uh, I, I thought Mario genuinely, not that it deserved it. But I, I think, think I thought it would take the year. I think the thing with Mario that, they missed opportunity on was not releasing it in summer when kids could go and see it anytime they wanted to. Well, I'm going to disagree with you there. Uh, Cause I think what we are just seeing right now, when you're talking about like these hits and misses and these, these bombs, like actual bombs, <laughs> that's funny talking about Oppenheimer and bombs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, what a risk Nolan took's like, man, if that movie does not do good, like you've just given every single critic, like, well, yeah, you've given them ammo. <laughs> but I think what you, what we saw is, it was almost too crowded of a release schedule and market. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember from my past of like, it used to just be like one big movie a week, but you know, this we've had weeks where it's like two or three big things. And like Barbenheimer again, it was a weird thing of social media took this and they just got lucky and ran with it. And they, and they got lucky. And then also they are good movies. I mean, so word of mouth 
I was carrying them. I was also in the movie. I think I did a really good job, you know, <laughs> acting. Were you one of the kins? Um, Ryan Gosling. He's literally me. <clears throat> I think that his agent might have some discrepancies with that. <laughs> but uh, for sure, like that does explain the pink car. <laughs> with uh, even with Oppenheimer, Fred having the insane cast that it has, you wouldn't know some of those actors are in the movie because well, they, they didn't, didn't even advertise the fact. But even that, you know, I don't know what its take has been, and it's not going to be like a huge. It's not going to be even close to Barbie, but uh, being a three-hour, it beat Joker rated R, no action movie. Yeah, because um, even I know is like. Yeah, the bomb test goes off in the middle, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, there's the rest of this is it's all existential it, it's dread, all talking and political, uh, strangely banging a lot of women, <laughs> uh, and then Oppenheimer got around. So I, th- I think it's it's almost been it's been too much. Um, and again, it's, it's this isn't just the Disney factor. Streaming in general, it's just mm-hmm. like I'll just wait. Uh, I'm already paying for all this shit, and for these streaming services as they divide themselves, and everyone wants to make their own. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to have a hook. You got to have like, what, what are you getting? So like I have, I happen to have Peacock on a whim. Sorry. It's not that I was like, I love everything that's on here. I wanted to watch Halloween ends. I didn't want to pay for a movie ticket. <laughs> I was like getting Peacock for one month costs the same, actually costs less than getting this movie yeah. ticket. So like, fuck yeah, I'll do this. And I've just kind of kept it. And after the metal came and they've got the John Wick yeah. show coming. You know, it's really funny. I actually had an opposite experience of this. We really wanted to see Nope. And it was on digital. I'd already seen it once, but then they were like, it's on digital. We went to Amazon to go rent it and it was like $28. And we're like, fuck that. We'll go to the theater and see it. Cause it would have cost us like, I think it was like 31 and it was so much better because we could still watch it in IMAX. Cause it was still streaming in IMAX. But you know, Peacock and actually, you know, nope, it's not there now. But when it first, it was on Peacock first for streaming. Yeah, it yeah. actually came, I want to say like a week or two after it was digitally available. Megan, Myth- I'm sorry, Mithrigan. Yeah, yeah. was the same thing. And they've had some other ones that like, they bring them quick. Yep. So that's their grab. Paramount. Hey, you want to see Top Gun Maverick? Right here. We got like, got to have this hook. But it's like, well, if you're, if you're all just going to bring this shit like within weeks, I'm not paying to go to a theater. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like, and, and the thing is, like, if you're not producing something that's really good, that really makes me want to go to the theater to do this or makes a, a person want to do that, then they're not going to anymore. Exactly. We can watch this at home. We have even if you're not doing great, like you probably have a TV that's <laughs> yeah. 46 inches big. You get so your, close enough, like it, that's hey, fine. To quote Blizzard, you got phones, don't you? <clears throat> Hell, I mean, yeah. Look, people are okay watching movies on their fucking phones now. So I mean, I do. I'm not going to lie about that. I was gonna say, like, I, I watched the Cinema Sins for sixty five today while I was at work on my <laughs> phone, which I don't normally do. Um, and there are moments where it's like sure. special effects in this movie don't look too bad. And then I realized, uh, so I'm watching tiny, on my phone. I'm sure because you saw it on a big screen. I'm sure you'd be like, I mean, they don't look like they're terrible, but I, honestly, the effects themselves didn't look bad. It's just the design overall. Um, but yeah, you know, I think again, it's too crowded, and and they're not trying. No, a lot of movies yeah. aren't trying. That's what's happening to, as you talked before, with Marvel. I don't think that com- uh, superheroes aren't out of fashion. People aren't exhausted of comic book movies. It's exhausted of bad movies. It's that you're you're not making anything good. I think I don't know what Guardians' total take has been, but um, it may not even have done as well as it did. Like, it did well. The Eternals did. I don't know. Uh, Guardians did pretty good. But and as we talked about in our review, what you saw with Guardians was, oh hey. This was somebody who wanted to make this mm-hmm. story. And yeah, someone actually wanted to do this. And who put their all into it. And so did the actors because you know, they liked the director. The studio probably was involved, but also 
that one is probably very hands off in comparison to like, I think there is a good ish movie in Quantumania. I don't know if it's the studio's fault. I don't know what is going on entirely at Marvel. I still can't believe that Quantum Mania literally has the they're standing right behind me joke in that movie. It's still not, and it's not funny. No, it's not. Well, let's talk about further catch up. Secret Invasion. You know what? Secret Invasion was something that I was like, you know, you had told me about it since you're a big nerd. You told me mm-hmm. about this cool thing. It's like, hey, you got all these things um, like these scrolls, which I thought scrolls were pretty stupid. I'm not gonna lie, but I like the idea that's like, hey, they've been these person or these people for so long, they forgot what they were, and then they announced Secret Invasion. I had pretty cool looking trailers, got a little you know creepy alien vibes, like you know like your 1930s. Looks like stuff. you're gonna get a little political paranoia. Yeah, a little bit like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, hopefully better, but something that a lot of people like, especially like Winter Soldier, kind of like a new version of Hydra is kind of what I was expecting. What I got was nothing. <laughs> Uh, and, and it actually, yeah, it achieved nothing by the end of it. It's simply like, so what, what did he do? Like there's, they're still here. There's nothing. I mean, the main bad guy's dead. Uh, like, but also what, what did he want? Who, what did yeah, it matter? Yeah. And, and there was no paranoia. The final fight turned into like, oh yeah, this is a Marvel thing. It turned into the She-Hulk joke. And uh, dude, I literally had the thought of like, She-Hulk straight up called this shit out. Like, I know people hate on that show, but like, and still- I think this is what the writers were getting at. And I think they actually were straight up taking the piss out yeah. of Marvel. Yeah. And like, you should go back and rewatch that shit and be like, oh, like, I you mean, you know the, what? This is actually pretty funny. And oh, the fact that he actually started like turning into abomination. And even <laughs> like it even so, like, it was like too real. I want to speak from the nerd part of me before I get into anything else with this. Those two, Amelia Clark and I don't know the act, the other actor's name. Hey, he was in Barbie. And you know what? He actually acted like a real person in Barbie. He's been in something else too recently. <laughs> But I can't think of his name. He you was can, so fucking boring in this. You can this show. edit edit this in of me saying name here. Mm-hmm. They're they're both versions of the Super Scroll, which is from the comics. Generally, it's taken from the Fantastic Four. And sure. the Super Scroll has all four of their powers. There's been other Super Scrolls since then that basically it's just a scroll that has four or five different powers. Sure. Because uh, generally the rule is like once a scroll takes on like a power, it can't transform anymore, and like it's yeah. stuck with this. So which was, the, this show did not say anything about that so these are like special ones or whatever what they did here with them first of all like they gave them too much like so captain much. They, they had captain marvel hulk abomination captain america first of all why do you need that like yeah. you they've got hulk yeah you're you're done like uh captain america being a super soldier doesn't matter if mantis drax groot <laughs> and that oh. and the drax arm was like i'm uh, First of all, he doesn't have like power. He's just just, strong because of whatever his species is. And like those tattoos aren't part of him. Like those are tattoos. Yeah. Uh, Why do you have them? And um, also um, the the bad guy from Iron Man 3. Where the fuck did they get that DNA? That one I'll I'll give up on the that was called extremists. (laughs) So it wasn't necessarily that guy. His his picture is in the show. It, it is him. But I'll, I'll just give it up of like, oh, I guess you got the extremist formula. Sure. But like, again, you don't need that. Just you gave she has Captain Marvel's power. First of all, you just stop there. Yeah. You I mean, stop. we've already established she's the most powerful one. So like, yeah. OK, just just made another Captain Marvel. She won't be one Thanos. There you go. And if it's supposed to be that Fury is like just been collecting all of the superhero goo. That's really weird. To whatever end. It's like, OK, but. <clears throat> How did you get Mantis? Because she never came 
Yeah, she, she was on the she's in the fight in the end game. That's what they're saying that they got all the DNA from. So that they sent scrolls so, at the end of end game to clean it up, and they got DNA from everywhere. So somehow they knew there's like, oh, that's Mantis blood. Sure, <clears throat> and we need that. Which yeah. I mean, granted, like I guess it would be one like yeah, take that. But also like, why do you have her shifting that? Power? Like if also if you shift in her, then just say go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think actually she did do that. She did, <laughs> and it, it was just it looked bad. It was too, and it'd be on the look bad. It was just it was too much. Just give four. Just pick four. It just doesn't make any sense either. And it like, really, you know what it felt like was, powers? you know what it felt like? It was like, what files do you have on your computer? Well, I've got the Drax skin. I've got the Groot skin. Because at one point she gets a uh, Corvus Glaives or he gets Corvus Glaive and it's got his rings. It's like, like well, I have the one. That's not part, that's of, part him. of his body, huh? Like what? What does that mean? And what it is like, that's the file that we have. <laughs> the file has rings on it because he's a CGI character. And also even that was like, what? I mean, I guess he makes sense because he was all telekinetic and shit, but like what? Proxima Midnight also shows up and it's like, she didn't have a power. She was just, and also, I mean, I guess you could get her goo because Scarlet Witch just fucking threw that bitch into sure. a thing. But yeah, sure. I, you know what? You know what power they didn't get? They didn't get Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is weird because Scroll Fury was hanging around Spider-Man for an entire movie. Yeah. They just, they couldn't afford to pay Sony for that. <laughs> Well, it's true that it's on their computer. Yeah, it's yeah. on a Sony computer. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also it's like, and why not have like a bunch more villain DNA? That would be more interesting. That would have been <laughs> interesting. And, and where you like, I get, I think what they wanted to do is clearly from the comic books, it was a, Hey, this actually has been going on yeah, yeah. for years and nobody, and I mean, you're not wrong. Writers didn't know it either. Just like, ah, just say it's been also Electra has been a scroll for fucking five yeah. years, but also like, well, it's comic book, so you can draw in whatever characters you exactly. want. It's like this, it's like we're not paying to get fucking Chris back in here. Yeah, um, and Robert for sure, we're not fucking paying him to get back. You're in already here. paying uh, Sam Jackson way too much to do this anyway. So I, I get like maybe that was part of it too. Is like, well, if we put a bunch of powers in one of them, like we can do this. All right, fine. And also, I never expected any scroll reveal to be, hey, this big main character that has their own movies. It's a scroll. I always knew no. like, no, you're gonna pick you're gonna pick five players. Rhodey being a scroll, honestly, it's not a surprise. Like, that's who I assumed you were gonna do. As soon as I saw that he was in the series, I was like, well, he's gonna be a fucking scroll. It would have been really funny if they went all the way back the Terrence to, Howard to thing. the Terrence Howard and have him be or at least make a joke a, about it. That would have been funny as fuck. Again, in She Hulk, Mark Mark Ruffalo Hulk it, makes yeah, a joke exactly. about it. like oh, I was a different person back then. It's like, ah, you nah. were. Instead, it's like this one, just like, oh, there was actually an emotional scene with Rhodey in a movie a, a while back. Uh turns out that's not him. And it's like that's stupid. I don't think that they even know that. No. Because I've seen where the writer's like, oh, maybe not. Or, you know, well, I don't know. What they I know what he thinks it is. The the outfit that he's wearing when they get him out of the thing at the end is the outfit that he's wearing when he went into the yeah. MRI. And people are still like, oh, his legs don't seem to work when he gets... Uh, look, first of all, make whatever fucking can you want to yeah, make. Yeah, well, I don't give a shit. Because clearly they're, they, are, they are really making it up right now. I still think and it would have been better if they pulled in all the Netflix guys and had them be scrolls. Or even that, that would have, that also would have been fun. You could have tied up a, a storyline there. And also give the, there wasn't, I didn't understand what the fucking driving plot of this was. There was I, there I, wasn't I get that one. Fury didn't find them a planet. Okay, fine. What changed? Why, why do they care now? Part of it is like, well, you've been on earth this whole time. And I even get like, well, you want to be yourself. You don't want to whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I, even if I, I give you that, fine. <sighs> This is the problem that Marvel has. Like, if you're going to set all this universe up, like, mm-hmm. you've got to deal with it. So I think at one point <laughs> in the show, Fury says, like, I realized after one year, like, there was a no planet out there, blah, 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 blah. Like, even in our actual real fucking world, like, we know like, there's tons of fucking planets. Out yeah, there. like, and, what the like, fuck are you talking about? I don't know. If, 
I don't know what ship you're on and where it can go, but like, I don't know, Carol seems to go a lot of fucking places. And even if the scrolls aren't like somewhere, like, you can ask okay. fucking Thor. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why don't you like carve out a piece of new Asgard in New Zealand? And let them have fucking that. Uh, and, and he's like, people won't accept you here. It's like, we accepted Asgardians. I mean, I get it. They look like us, but like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Thanos came and a whole lot of other shit happened. Like at this point in this world, I feel like this green dude that yeah, we're fine. There's also no reason that the uh, agents of shield shouldn't have appeared in this. Um, But here's my, this is my (laughs) my big thing. Think of in game. Yeah. The beginning of in game. Nebula says she knows where Thanos is. He always talked about going to his garden. And then when they go there, Carol's like, no one, no one's here except Thanos. It's a whole fucking planet. (laughs) Fucking planet. They chop his head off, which means, and it's a planet that, Apparently you could grow food on, you do could, whatever. Yeah. So there is a planet for the scrolls. Yeah. Uh, Fury, I get it. You weren't around during that. You were dusted, but like <laughs> Carol was there. Yeah. There's Brody was literally there. Which he's a scroll. <laughs> was he? Was he not? I again for me, and I took this as you know when I said in our Guardians review of like again I'm not I'm not like exhausted. I'm not done with these, but I'm done caring about this universe yeah, this, and this being was, wrapped up in the story of this universe. They tried next, to, they really try to make up for this story sucking ass by putting in the first violence and blood. Well, they gave a little bit of that in Captain America. Yeah. Or, so, or when, when old dude, but like, I mean, he does that guy. I mean, he does shoot someone right in the face and you see it on screen. Yeah, in this that one. part. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit like the shows have been slightly daring in that. But even like, again, Moon Knight, which is a character I loved, and I wanted that show, and I didn't watch it. You know, I didn't watch it because like, well, it turns out Moon Knight's in this fucking show for 15 minutes, yep. and every time he does something, guess what? We black out. Yep. You know why? Because we're not going to pay to film a cool action scene with Moon Knight. We paid for Oscar Isaacs, and that that's all you're that's all it, you're that's getting. That's it. And this, and apparently they switched out screenwriters in this Secret Invasion. Uh, I forgot his name, but the original screenwriter they had wrote a Mr. Robot. Look. I don't know if what his script was, but Mr. Robot is literally like my second favorite show of all time and is one of the best things I've ever seen. I guess it's probably better than what we got here. Yeah. Uh, and then they had to reshoot this in four months. And I think you can tell in a lot of these episodes because like it's a mess. And I think Samuel Jackson only filmed his scenes for three weeks. Yeah. it's And like if you can't do this, then don't. Yeah, just just don't. Like, yeah, you're so, you're so if, right on it. It's like, you could have added like so many things in here. Like that could have been really fun. Like you could have had Eddie Brock in here or something, you know, add these characters, these deeper cut characters than just the guy from Black Panther and, and, and War Machine. What, what, and what I'll say is what this should have been with Secret and Invasion should have been isn't a show, isn't even a movie. Well, it should have been an Avengers movie, but what it really should have been is an entire phase. Yeah. Or saga mm-hmm. of the MCU. Because I, I get the timeline thing that they're doing. Well, I, I don't because they don't know no, what they're no, doing no. with this fucking timeline thing. And I know what they're going to do. Like I've said before, they're going to reset the universe because at this point you kind of have to. Yeah. But you, even if you melded those two things together, Secret Invasion should have been a part of yeah. this saga of, hey, turns out some of the heroes we've been following, they're not who they who you think they are. Some of them don't know that they're this. Instead I find of just, that much more interesting. We're going to cram this into six episodes. It's going to have generally no bearing on anything. Other than we're going to kill Maria Hill, who was a cool character who really sure. didn't do anything. It's just like, we need the show to do something, so you're going to die. And, and also, we're going to kill Ben Mendelsohn, because yeah. why not? Sure. Yeah, everyone's really attached to this character we've seen once. <laughs> so and I guess it also means that Martin Freeman's character, whose name I forget right now, but from uh, the Black Panther movie. Ross, Asian Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he I was guess just, in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. He was a scroll. That was there. a scroll. Which is like, also doesn't really make sense. But and even fine. though I liked Olivia Coleman in this... And she honestly was kind of the best part. I watched the honest trailer today before I came over here and they made a joke, but I agreed with it of like, shouldn't 
this be Julia Louis-Dreyfus? It really should have been. I don't... They, she must not have been available that day. <laughs> Shoot her in a fucking green screen and just put her in there. Yeah. I mean, not only can you... Like, like I mean, I know that they can do it. Fucking Zack Snyder did it with Army of the Dead when he had to replace yeah. the fucking sex creep. And that also was like, <laughs> if I didn't know that you did this, I wouldn't have known because like, that was pretty fucking good the yeah. way you... And, and it, again, it just shows like, you're not even using the characters you have correctly. If this twist is Rhodey has been this since whenever, like... If that was your idea of a story, like, that's shitty because the emotional beat of Endgame is now lessened by the fact of Tony's best friend wasn't even fucking him. This is a green alien. <laughs> and does that mean, like, we're going to get some stuff with Rhodey where it's like, hey, so we have a lot of stuff to tell you. Uh, Tony's dead. Uh, also, half the world was killed, but we brought him back. But also, like, a big a big thing of this show, too, is like... Thor got fat. Yeah. Uh, it The whole show itself makes you think, like, oh... Nick Fury could die at any time. Like he he's on the he's on the chopping block. Even at the end, when it's like obviously we know that's fucking Amelia Clark. Oh oh, Nick Fury could die. Maybe those stakes wouldn't be as bad if you know the Marvel's trailer didn't come out and he's like in every single shot. Is with the with that. <laughs> so you already have like tension, a main tension of this show just already dead because you know that Fury's not even survive. that. My I even had thought going in is like you've already shown the Marvel's trailer and he's in space and that. So, so it's he's gonna go back to space. <laughs> and like I don't imagine scrolls don't seem to be any part of that movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's like this this whole thing just it had and so I'm, much potential and it I'm was not just, even it dropped everything it had. And I'm not arguing like, oh, it should have been more like the comic version of the story. I mean, I would have liked that because it doesn't need to be. The whole MCU has been, we're going to take a twist on it. Captain America Civil War is not the Civil War from the comic books. Right, right. Um, and that, again, that was a whole like year long fucking thing kind of all yeah. out of that. And they were just like, we can get this all in one movie. And they did. And they took their version of it. It's like, that, yeah, that works. That makes sense. So I think, yes, you could have done yeah. Secret Invasion. And the cool thing with the secret invasion in the comics too is what it leads to is the villains. Actually, this ties in with what you're saying. Like have villain powers. Yeah. The villains eventually end up getting to take over because they kind of help push the scrolls back. Yeah. Yeah. And so you have like bullseye poses daredevil. You have venom poses Spider-Man. Yeah. And what you could have done here though is look, you have fantastic four now. I know people like them. I don't really care, but that also means you have Dr. Doom who I think is a cool character and could be an actual villain over the MCU. Like, this is a great time for you to introduce Dr. Doom. Yeah. And you could and have taken every single, like I said, I said it again, like every single Netflix show, you could have had all those characters return. You could have killed them off. You could have killed off Danny. You could have <laughs> had them all be scrolls. I mean, I think Luke Cage coming back as a scroll would be like, you know what? That's kind of interesting. Then you, like you said, you also have access to Bullseye. He could wrap up his story. <laughs> and because, you know, look, Daredevil and Kingpin are here from that series, but like, but they can just be them. Yeah. They're still here. But you don't want to do anything with Luke Cage? Cool. We'll just bring him in and say he was a scroll. Yeah, it's a good so way to wrap here. up some stuff. Kind of like how Doctor Strange gave us, like, you old fucking John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic. Well, here. Yeah, here you go. Now, if we don't make it, like, well, you still got to see him. So, like, there you go. And like I said before, there's no reason for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to not help out with this. They even kind of hinted at something that, like, kind of felt like they were going to say that, oh, there, there's a person making a machine for us. Or I think two, two, like, a married couple or something like that making a machine for us. And it's like, you could have thrown in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right there. I think I, I read somewhere, too, where the writer or director said the only two edicts he was given were Rhodey's got a, his legs can't work at the end. Yeah. And there's something else. Oh, Fury's got to end in space. Yeah, great. Let's have an AI write this because that's what it felt like. And then also I, the beginning of the show was literally AI generated. Like 
credits. I uh, yeah, this was this was a bummer, and this did for me seal the okay. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. caring about this universe. If another Marvel movie comes out, and like, look, I don't think the Marvels trailer looks bad. I'm not like pumped to see it, but yeah. I'm like, eh, it looks like a fun movie, I guess. Sure. I'll kind of wait and see. Like, what did other people say that saw it? Yeah. Because like maybe it is like a Guardian situation. But, like, it's a fun. It's it's a good time. Go see it. Yeah. Or it's a it's another Marvel. Like that's what it is at this level. It's like it's another Marvel movie. Yeah. I, it feels like we're in the late '90s, where it is again. <laughs> and I mean that in the terms of look. Now we're just at a point. Is like some of them are going to be okay. Some of them are going to be bad. Occasionally, there's going to be one that's really good. We're not in the Infinity Saga anymore. Of like, even those had less than great ones, but like they all were like, hey, you know what? Sure. And we we're still in neighborhood. Like, wow, they're telling a whole universe story over all these different things. Yep. The allure of that is gone now. And also, the more that you all do that, you got to fucking keep up with it. And you're not just. I mean, I had an issue with that in Iron Man 3, which was right after the Avengers. Of yeah. Like, why, isn't, why isn't Tony calling any one of the Avengers to help with this? The, pres- help. the president was kidnapped? Do you want to you call Captain America? Yeah. Seems like he, he, he might care. He I'm might help. Su- I'm pretty sure he lives in Washington, D.C. <laughs> but And that was like a minor thing. But now it is just like, okay, I mean. Sure. All right. So, you know, there's a whole universe. Like, I know they're out there. Well, speaking of the late 90s, how about you tell us a bit about that twisted metal? So that is very 90s. Uh, like I'm not, I'm not finished with it. Uh, I, tur- great review. <laughs> no, no. Well, so I turned it on like the day it premiered. I was like, okay, I'm going to wa- I'm going to watch this. I saw one clip where there's an EB games in a mall and that copy of twisted metal hits their windshield. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's um, pretty much the beginning of the show. Um, so it does open with some car combat mm-hmm. and, uh, and some of like the missile shots, like the, the smoke is colored like purple or blue. And for me, like, cause I'm a fan, I'm like, well, it's a homing missile. Yeah, zoom yeah, missile. The yeah. missiles don't act any different in the show, but it's and I was like, it's pointless. It is only for a fan to be like, oh, that's this. Yeah. And yeah, the twist copy of Twisted Metal hitting the car was like, okay. That's, that's <laughs> Deadpool is, humor. <clears throat> well, I mean, as you know, it's written by them. Yep. And there's an essence of like Deadpool working in a way of they throw a hundred jokes at you and like, uh, depending on your sense of humor, 20 to 60 may hit. Yeah, yeah. But it's done in such a way of like, for most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It can be tolerable. It's like, okay, because enough of this was funny. So it's fine. Here it is like, uh, it, they're doing the same thing of like, all right, do you like, I don't, you don't need to make a joke out of every fucking thing. And like, yeah, I know it's supposed to be kind of ham fisted and kind of cartoonish, but like, uh, I don't need like, <laughs> I mean, but it still also does try to have serious and sincere moments. And it is like a world, like they're building a world. And I'll give it this credit to you. If I, I do think that you could have kind of just made a tournament show. Yeah. Could have had every episode follow a different car uh, or background story. Well, a different character, yeah. Or even if you, you want to have a character you follow through, do a tournament. But I also get like, well, what's the longevity of that as a series? Like, if this does work, like, we can't do three seasons of a fucking tournament. Right. Um, <clears throat> so making this post-apocalypse world and, like, where the cities are walled off and you have these, they're called milkmen, and they deliver things between the cities and they live out in the, the Badlands, basically, yeah. where, where all the criminals were shoved out. They don't get to go in the cities, but they deliver stuff between them. And I was like, okay, you know you know what? This kind of works. It kind of works with the, the conceit of the game and excusing why cars are being used this way. Okay. And like Sweet Tooth is in there. There's parts of the show that feel like, did you just have a post-apocalypse script? And then Sony was like, put some cars in there and drop this clown. Yeah. And then we're good. And there are other little references and things that, again, a fan will pick up on of like a character name or even a car that doesn't last very long. It's like, oh, that's Shadow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a f- just funny stuff from the game and stuff that's like, oh, you know, that actually works. 
and some characters again their names are like oh you're mike and Stu. you you drive monster truck in the game uh, but here you're these things i saw um some comments about it people are just saying yeah the show wasn't bad no one's saying it's great i've seen people hate it i've seen people you know really really shut on it and to a degree it's kind of like what did you want them to do again i am in a boat where i'm 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 like kevin smith level of it's insane that there's a i'm watching yep. a twisted metal show because this isn't even a super popular game. They Sony doesn't even really give a shit. They about haven't this. even made a new game for that in years. So it's like, over ten, so, two thousand twelve. Yeah, Valentine's the Day. The fact that it gets I remember. a show over a game is already pretty crazy. I mean, there's rumors that they are working. Sony's got them working on a new I game. I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, for being literally Sony's first franchise, it's also one that it, it's almost like where Nintendo seems to sometimes not care about Metroid or Capcom doesn't give a fuck about Mega Man. Yeah. Sony doesn't really care about Twisted Metal, but it is their first and longest running franchise. Mm -hmm. And honestly, Sweet Tooth is, for them to like it or not, like he's basically your mascot because you don't have Crash Bandicoot anymore, even though for the 90s that was your mascot. Yeah. Nathan Drake isn't any, I mean, generic white dude. Joel and Ellie, also generic white dude. But like, even if people don't know Twisted Metal, like they kind of know Sweet Tooth. There's a there's a big clown who drives a car. It's kind of hard to ignore that. He's got a pop figure. Man, everyone has a fucking pop figure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I've got him. Um, So yeah, for them to take, you know, take it the way that they did, even if it is kind of just a skin laid over to Twisted Metal. And I've also heard the latter half of the season gets better. And I think the final episode without spoiling anything for me or for anyone listening to the show does seem to actually set up a car combat tournament. Um, which if you've seen the trailer, there's one shot in the trailer where it does look like a bunch of cars shooting at each other, which I guess is the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I, I hate that. I, I hated the last mortal Kombat movie where it's like, they feel like they need to do a prequel to the thing that is the actual thing. Yeah. And it's like, you're making a movie of it. Just, just do it. it. The, I don't know why you need to like lead into it. Yeah, we don't. No one. We don't all just want a fucking cinematic universe of everything. But it's it's better than I expected to be to the point where I watched three episodes back to back, and and that I think is that's a pretty good test the best one. praise I can give. Where I genuinely expected to, I'm going to watch this one episode and I'll probably be like, I knew I'd watch all of this eventually because like I mean, okay, yeah. But even though I was like, I want to fast forward through some shit, but I found myself like, all right, let's go to the next episode. Well, all right, let's do the next one. And so would you recommend it? I would. You you know, like I'm going to say it's probably it's definitely not me for everybody. It's gorier than I expected it to be. That's interesting. Um, And it does it. You know, I would have preferred them to do something. What most people wanted was Twisted Metal Black, which is the darkest, most violent, mature version of the game. Yes. But people also forget like the Twisted Metal is cartoonish and it is outlandish and over the top. And this show seems to be trying to kind of do both with the gore aspect while also just being zany dumb shit comedy um so yeah it's not gonna be for everybody yeah there's definitely cringy stuff i wish it wasn't leaning so hard on the 90s soundtrack even though i do get the reason of like well the game came out in the 90s so like fine did, but, it, did it go pretty hard on it like yeah what? if you I mean if you remember the original teaser with them using then steal my sunshine yeah yeah it's that it's the whole that, show. that level okay yes it, it's there was there any song that stood out to you, any needle drop that really kind of bugged you? No, not in the first three episodes. I can't even recall the song, but I mean, every one of them, like, I don't remember this song. Yeah, okay. Um, and again, the cars do look good when, just in the first three episodes, when there is cars or combat, it does, it's pretty well filmed action, even the scene in the mall, which is, again, that's a, one of the examples of like cramming a joke in there that that one is actually kind of funny where he's like, oh, they have a footlocker. Yeah. I like that joke, but everything else around it, that led up to is like, ah, if you just left it be this joke instead of this other stupid thing. Adam Sandler should have walked in. 
And then the mall. Um, talk but the, but actually, that, that whole mall chase shootout <laughs> was pretty dope. And it had me wondering, was like, did you all actually film this like in a mall? Like, yeah. How much of this did you do practice? And everything that I've seen so far, like, there wasn't any bit of CGI where it was like, oh, that's that's rough. Like, it's pretty good. Believably, it looks like I think they might have filmed a lot of what I watched anyway of all the car stuff. Like, I think they're all real cars. That's interesting, too. I mean, that's good. We want to see more. So, yes, uh, I do recommend it. If look, if you already have Pe- first of all, if you're paying for Peacock, watch it. Fucking just watch it. Why not? Um, and I, I even without having finished it and I'm going to, obviously, I, I do hope there's a second season, especially if it is a the whole point was like, well, we were leading up to the thing you wanted to see, which is yep. a car tournament and all these crazy fucking cars. So I would at least like to get two seasons out of this. Yeah. Um, and look, I'm also not a big fan of Anthony Mackie in general. He's okay. He is okay. <laughs> I don't I don't hate him. There's nothing wrong with him. I'm just like uh. Yeah. And he is kind of a made-up character in this, which I, again, I also hate. I hate it in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. There's no reason to do this. But I do think he's a, I think eventually he is going to be someone that was from the games. He's just kind of like an origin kind of a thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. But, and you know what? Samoa he's Joe. Really, he's not really like a self-insert. Do you, do you think? Like he's not supposed to be the player. No, I mean, he does have a story and like even the setup of a story and his name and the car he's driving leads me to believe, like, I can see like, could be this because the, the Mortal Kombat one was definitely like a self insert kind of deal. The car seems a lot like Roadkill from the game. Okay, there's a character named John Doe in one of the games, although I don't think he's going to be this John Doe. But it's, so there's stuff where yeah, like, yeah. okay, he might be this. And again, Samoa, I didn't think it was going to work, but legit, Samoa Joe and Will Arnett as Sweet Tooth. God, I actually want to give credit to Samoa Joe. Like, I don't know if who d- went first. Yeah, yeah. But the way he moves his body to what Will Arnett is saying. If you did not know, you would just assume like, well, I assume that's the same guy fucking talking. I kind of feel like it was definitely Samoa Joe acting and then Will Arnett copying his movements with his voice. And there is... He he seems like the skilled enough guy to do that. And, you know, with Sweet Tooth, I do wish that he was more dangerous and scary. Like... Did they make him a little bit too over comedic in a way? Again, if you watch the other clip they released of his initial fight with Anthony Mackie, the whole like, I'm a little bit more Hawaiian punch. Yeah, yeah. And singing along to Cisco's thong song. Yeah. Like, okay, that was one. But I take it back. Like that one was like, that Neil. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I'm fine with them being jokey. I'll, I'll give them props to this. And this is what showed me is like somebody involved in this does really like Twisted Metal. Yeah. There is a lost and there's a whole bunch of lost endings from the very first game where they they shot movies for the endings. They're they're terrible. Yeah. The, the, I've seen some of those. Sweet Tooths. One of them. He just wants his friend. Harold, I believe is his name, who is just a paper bag. That's it. Not even with a face on it. It's just a paper bag. Cool. Harold. And in the show, when he's getting ready to do his show for John Doe, he mentions somebody and he's like, oh, I haven't introduced you to him. Turns around in a chair and just a fucking paper bag sitting there. And I was like, huh? <laughs> All right. Like that's like, and I could see he's like, look, if you don't know Twisted Middle, like that's not, a, that joke's not funny. But like, you, you wouldn't get it. But if you do know Twisted Middle, it's like, oh, look at that. That's pretty good. That's uh, Okay. I, I respect that. So well, for as much as they changed and it's not exactly what you want, like there's enough there. There is stuff that is in there. Yeah. Well, speaking of drivers, I did see 65. <laughs> We've talked about 65 before. <laughs> I'm just messing. I had to, I had to just do it. I was wondering, I was like, what's the segue going to be? No, uh, what I wanted to say is um, the little girl that's in 65, she's in Barbie. She's one of the other main characters. And she was in something else as well recently. But yeah, he he that got brought up in the cinema sense that she's in Barbie. Yeah. Um I don't want to talk too much about it, but let us let let us chat very briefly mm-hmm. about Ezra Miller's Flash. 
Okay, sucks. You you want to suck nuts? Let's suck nuts. <laughs> it is. Uh, it took Flashpoint, which is barely a, a comic book movie that a lot of people like. I thought it sucked ass. I hated that movie. Sorry, the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, I haven't. I don't. I don't watch a lot of the DC animated stuff. I thought I thought it was really stupid. Um, so I know a lot of people love that. So sorry. But. I think they mostly love the comic book Flashpoint. I mean, I'm sure that yeah. people love Flashpoint Paradox as well, but I think most of the love is the actual comic story. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, so this movie just straight up is like stupid. It's just uh, right off the bat, it's just a dumb movie. Um, I want to say I went in, I I had wanting, a, I had a decent time in the theater making fun of it, wanting to to like this, even down to like I keep my movies in a binder, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've got a binder now of just my superhero universe. So, so my MCU movies in my it's a very small section in the back of my DCU movies. Yeah, yeah. Which I'll admit, Snyderverse. And I had a spot. I was like, okay, I, I guess Flash will probably go. Because I felt like uh, this is going to end and wrap up, even though it's not technically part of Snyderverse. But like, it's like, uh, it kind of is going to be and it'll end it. Do you know about the joke in Barbie? Is there Snyderverse joke in Barbie? You're going to hate it. <laughs> I mean, I can I can make fun of Snyder. Like, again. Uh, but so I, I went in there. Like not even, and the movie didn't even have to be great. It's like it's good. You know what? I think I will buy it in, so that I have this story, this universe story. What do you think about this movie? And, right at the beginning, pissed me off. Well, so one thing I do want to say is there's, a, and it's mostly in the beginning, a couple of lines of dialogue that indicate this is absolutely not just Snyderverse, but yeah. like Zack Snyder's Justice League is the version yes. that this is taking after. Yes, it does. Um, fuck, I don't because now it's been so long, but like. I think Iris West says something and it might even be when and also might be when Barry talks to Bruce and he mentions like I did it before. Yeah. The time thing, which I mean, that's how and that's not at all in the original Justice League. That is it's, only in Zack Snyder's yeah, Justice yeah. League. So there's that. And there's something he says to Iris that's like, oh, I don't even know what it was, but I guess it's revolves around when he saves her in Justice League. So immediately I'm like, so this is. Acknowledge so that's the canon. Yeah, for, which already makes things more confusing. I mean, I was all for it, but I was like, I thought Warner Brothers were straight up like, no, we're not like, fuck that movie. Like, I think they legit just don't get Justice League is the one that yeah, yeah. is canon. So I was like, okay, I, and that kind of got me on board of like, okay, so I'm I'm with it if this if this is what you're doing. Like I'm I'm here, and but I knew going into it that there were bad special effects or something was like off. Yes, even tend to the point where the director is like, no, it's how it's supposed to look because this. Which even as I read that, I'm like, well, first of all, you have to defend this. Like, you're not going to be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, his explanation was like, Ford was like, okay, it's supposed to look this way because we're in the speed force. That's what he Fuck was saying. Fuck you. That's all I have to say about that. So I'm sitting in the movie and the opening of the movie is some cringe humor. and About trying to eat. And, you know, if, if any part of Ezra Miller or his version of Barry was annoying to you before... It's this is ten, all of that in five minutes. It's tenfold. Yeah. Um, although one joke I did think was kind of funny was the title. Like that the title it comes up for a second and then stops because he stops gearing up. Sure. I'll give it that. Because the kids or whatever. And I was like, I mean, it's kind of dumb. And I don't like that the title is just like imposing over the screen like that. It was weird. It was cheap looking. But it was also like, that's kind of. That's kind of funny, I guess. But I'll, also, I'll give it that one. To be honest, though, that also setting the exact tone of like, this is a, this is the kind of movie you're in store for. Yeah, yes. <laughs> So eventually he's got to go to this hospital that's like caving in and then he's got to save these babies that fall out of the window of this hospital, which the setup for that was also like, I know it's, I couldn't tell. It's like, are you making a joke? Are you filming this to be a joke? And look, I don't think Andy Machete is a bad 
director, but I also don't think that he's great. I think, no, yeah. honestly, I think the first It is kind of a fluke. Yeah, it was the kids that carried that movie. The if you remember in, good. in the It Part 2, there's a scene in the basement of the pharmacy where the hypochondriac yes. kid gets vomited on and, plays and he just plays music out of nowhere. Uh, Earth Angel or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's just like clearly he thinks it's funny. Yeah, the tone is so not there. But it's like, what? What do you do? like? What, that that scene was like that threw me out of the rest of the entire movie because I was thinking as a filmmaker, like, what were you doing? Yeah, well, what, why, why did you do scene? that? The scene actually was like scary. Like, that's how I feel about this entire scene of where he puts so a baby in a microwave. So I kind of feel like he's not Michael Bay. No, but it, like, dude, you've got some weird sensibilities. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's very strange. No, I'm gonna circle back to this. Sorry, I don't know. I'm going long. So the babies are falling. Flash goes into Speed Force and he's saving him, doing whatever. And like, look, he can't totally grab him because he's in the Speed Force. He ends up putting one in a microwave, which I guess that scene leaked early and out of context. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? People even put, people put it in reverse and it's really funny. Even in the movie, it's like, what? I mean, it does kind of explain why he did it, but it also was like, but you didn't need to. You didn't put any other baby in anything. Also, the microwave was on. Like well, it was unplugged. No, but, but but he was cooking a thing in there, so it was on. But and even that's kind of like you had to like script this and like a visual effects artist had to like make it. And also, and he made those, it over the weekend, but those still, babies like, look pretty damn bad. So that's what I was gonna get at. The babies look terrible. Like if you've that dog if you've had ever seen, eyes. if you've ever seen Twilight Breaking Dawn, the Twilight Baby, <laughs> yeah, this is worse. I would, I would say so, because it, it's like their eyes. It's all the eyes. It looks like cartoon They're eyes. They're dead. Like the dog especially, like, literally looks like a Looney Tune. Yeah, the dog does look like a cartoon. And that even comes in in the end credits. And it's like, did, so did you want to make... They were proud of that one, apparently. Did you want to make a cartoon? I don't I don't understand what you wanted to do. So I thought, okay, this is the bad special effects you're talking about. And it's like, well, we are in Speed Force. Sure. Even though, again, once he stops and they're on the ground, it's like, babies still don't look right. Babies still look Which is like, why didn't you just have real fucking babies? Or do what Clint Eastwood do. Just put a doll there. Yeah, yeah. And Ezra makes what's strangely an oddly timed joke for that his joke. life of just like, mental health is not something just looks very good at right now. It's like, that's that's one of two that he made in this movie. No fucking joke, man. Um, What do you think immediately after that? But I want to point out. These babies are not the bad special effects. Oh, no. Uh, we, were, we, were just... we, we get to those later. That's when I realized, like, oh, this is what he was talking about. I'm like, yep. oh, what, oh, no. So what do you think is the thing that pissed me off right after that baby scene? There's one scene that instantly made me mad. Uh, Even the person I was sitting with turned and looked at me and pointed and laughed. I don't know. I know for me, it was Batman bouncing around. It was uh, It was when Wonder Woman shows oh, up and her, her theme song cue. starts fucking playing. I was... I, I was one second behind you. He's like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Maybe it's the Wonder Woman. I was yep. like, did they play your music when she showed up? Yep. Um, look, they I, sure fucking did. I was glad to see Ben Affleck again, to be perfectly honest. Uh, he looks sad. <laughs> he looked real sad. I don't. I didn't <laughs> like what they did to his bat suit in this. I, I, I know they were going I don't for. A shit. I didn't notice anything. The the like blue gray look, but they also gave him a lot of like armor layers. Like, ah. And he's in broad daylight, too. So it was like, this doesn't. Does yeah. It work, <laughs> yeah. Even though I like the like again, I like that it was tying together. It's like, oh, just they're the Justice League, so like they're here. And I guess it's Superman's just, dead. This is know, just fine. No, he's alive at this point because <laughs> they make it. They do. I, I even was like, fuck, you couldn't even get Henry Cavill to do like he went. Him, he went over to see Black Adam real quick. <laughs> like you had him. Just you have you have you actually you have a CG version of. Him. <laughs> <sighs> we'll get to it. <laughs> Wonder Woman shows up, and it is. 
I didn't see Shazam, but like I saw the clip and it was just like is the, this the fake Gal Gadot in that one. No, I think honestly, I mean, I think this was specifically like I think this was by her part was by filmed three years ago. Yeah, for sure. I don't think Ben was originally there because no. I think that was slightly more recent. Yeah. Even though, again, that's the thing is like this movie's had tons of stuff added, taken out, and you can partially tell that it's a couple different movies going on. I don't mean different plots, like different versions of this movie. Yeah. It and feels like a jumble of shit. I think there's at least three to four writers and two of them. I'm going to forget the other guy's name, but John Francis Daly and then his yeah, partner, yeah. which is the the guys who did Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And who wrote Horrible Bosses and Game Night. Yeah. They're good writers. And there's bits that I've discovered like, oh, that was a bit of their script. Yep. So there's also, there are two scripts being shot. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more than that. Because this movie has been almost yeah. not as long as Black Adam. But it's just about as long. I'd say. Um, so, you know, you get your main plot where he's like, oh, I'm going to go. I figured out somehow uh, my dad's going to go to jail. I got sad and I started running really fast and I went back that, in time. That part was also weird to me. It's like, I know we got to get to like the crux of the story, which is timelines and shit. But like, so you're going to reference the fact that he did it before in Justice League. And you're telling <laughs> me that he didn't. I mean, I know that it's that was a big deal that he did it then. Like he knew he was breaking yeah, yeah. a rule and like that this can fuck stuff up. Show me he didn't try to mess with it at all. Just once. And this, from my memory now, is like, he just kind of does it on accident here. Yeah. And it's one, also, this is not important, but like visually completely different than what he did before. And then you get the... And we the, get the... The awful CGI. We're going to call it the time sphere. Okay, fair enough. You need to sure. somehow visually or, show... Or was it chronosphere? Does he, though, does he call it that? I don't know. Might, that might be from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, I know what you're thinking of Mortal Kombat Annihilation with those hamster balls. No, no, no. There's a, there's a one of the Mortal Kombat, the more recent one has the whole thing is about time. Oh, uh, well, anyway, we'll call it Chronosphere. That's yeah, a, sure. That's a cooler name. Cool name. You get the Chronosphere, which you, you got to visually show like timelines and stuff. Like, I get it. So you see a bunch of stuff from his past, like his mom dying. Then you also start seeing like the Justice League fight with Superman when he reawakens. Yep. You see Zod yep. from Man of Steel, which I want to point out, I think having Zod kind of be the villain of this and the Man of Steel incident being yeah, yeah, the yeah. big kind of action climax of this is actually, I think, really cool to call back to like, hey, 10 years ago. That's an idea. This is how this started for you as an audience. We're going to use it to basically like. It's just a shame there's only been like six movies off. since then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. <laughs> In this, which you get the special effects here, it literally looks like a PS2 character yeah, model. it does. And like, they tried to argue that it's supposed to look like that. Like it's, it's like, like it, It's not. And again, I get it. It's your movie. You got to defend it. And like, there's also like, this is your job. Like, you're not dumb. You're not Josh yeah, yeah. Trank. Yeah. Like, you're not going to fucking sink yourself. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially because I think they're they're offering him the new Batman movie. Yes. Which now I'm a little fearful for, to be honest. I will say, though, that when, when he's in that sphere and he looks through the first time, his head comes out at the baby scene. It's actually worse than the Thor head. That there's been other people who have actually used that side by side of like I guess this is what special effects look like now. Floating heads. Um, and the the actually with this, let's just be what I want is them to be honest and like just admit that you two things you ran out of time and you ran out of money. The the run out of time is probably the funniest because I think I think a lot of this was somehow even though you've been working on this for five something years a lot of this was added. Last minute. The stuff at the end with all the cameos, for sure. Absolutely. It was added last minute. Um, and I don't even know. Some of them, they still look bad and weird, but like some of them look better than yeah. the Chronosphere stuff. And it was just weird. Like the Henry Cavill bit. It's like, why don't we just use 
the clip from the movie. Yeah, like just like why are you, why did you do yeah. this? And uh, that's the other and thing too. Like, like with like, his dad crying over his mom is like yeah. you had that like like I get it. You maybe could you definitely were going to pay Henry Cavill to come in and shoot something. But yeah, like, this fucking guy, he's here. Yeah, just just shoot the fucking scene with him. It's it's so stupid. And then like of course like you know when he actually goes back in time and meets himself. Hey, did it, did you did you like having one Ezra Miller? Let's have two. now you have two. Let's have two and have one be stupid. I'll say this for me. I thought the double effect was pretty good. Oh yeah, it I've actually seen did look good. Other people complain. It was like I, I, I would, I, I would believe genuinely about like I thought there were two of them. Um, but also when he gets launched into that timeline, it's like oh well, that's him. It's so predictable. It's like obviously that's oh the that, demon thing. Yeah, it's so obvious. Uh, it's him. Very. I don't. I'm not gonna say like right off the bat because he. So he's in this chronosphere and then like it's, it's a legitimately it's like time scary movie. scene. I guess something like just charges at him and fucking pushes him. And it pushes him out of the sphere, and that's what causes him to actually come into this other timeline. I figured that was so... Where his mom was alive. That felt so obvious that it was going to be the version of him in that universe that was going to be that creature. I'm not going to say... I don't think that I had that thought right off the bat. I even I even turned to the person I was watching it with, and I was like, this is the end of the movie. And sometimes I do just kind of like... Like, my mind does, like, think and put things together, but sometimes, like, I just want to, like, enjoy. So I wasn't, like... I mean, I knew, like... Actually, I'll tell you what I thought it was originally. If you remember in Flashpoint Paradox, it's Reverse Flash. Yeah, that's who I knew they weren't going to do that. So I figured it was going to be just and, be him. And I think in the story too, like that's who also killed his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which spoiler alert that while that's an inciting incident in this movie, they never doesn't seem to be a concern to anybody who actually killed yeah, it. No one. Literally. I, I, I will say I did call the whole like. He's trying to get his dad out of prison because he's, you know, in for the murder. And it turns out like he didn't look. He had to go to the grocery store to get something, but he never looked up. And so immediately I'm like, well, I know how this is getting resolved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was very predictable. So that I did call. But I, I guess I was thinking of what little I know of the Flashpoint story is like, so reverse Flash. Yeah. I knew um, I knew that they weren't going to do that if they're going to do the rest of the Flashpoint because one the reverse flash is so popular in that CW show and they apparently refuse to have anything to do with that show. So let, let's rush through this one. I'm just gonna tell you like, don't, don't yeah, watch the movie. Yeah, the movie sucks. But, but the person you went and saw it with, they, they liked, they had a good time with it. Kind of. And I've seen some other people too. They're just like, look, they're not saying it's good. They're like, yeah, it's, it's lacking, but like there is fun that you can't have with it. And like, I didn't, I didn't hate my time. Tell you what, I walked out, I guess, more satisfied than I did of Love and Thunder. Yeah, at least I laughed. So Ooh. we can talk about the Batman of it all. Michael Keaton's yeah. good. I mean, he's fine. But every he's, single Batman thing was in the trailer. He serves no purpose in the end. He has no character wrap up. There's It adds nothing to that character. He's just you, a, a set piece. You get the mildest idea of what's happened since his movies in terms of he stopped being Batman. And, also and he all, says because apparently all the villains crime in Gotham. Lost. Yeah. Went away. So I guess Batman won. So there's no. So he became a recluse. Um, by the way, if you're hoping to see the Batmobile in action, you're not going to. Nope. Just sitting there, right? I don't. Yeah. He uncovers it and he sits in it. Or yeah. Ezra sits in it. Yeah. Michael Heaton doesn't. Um, the Batwing thing that he flies is kind of cool with the whole way the cockpit like. That was a toy. Spins around. I mean, it literally was a toy. Yeah. Like that. That's all that was. It was like, I had this toy as a kid. Let's put this in the movie. There are some fun callbacks and there's some other callbacks that are like wow you're just shoving mm-hmm. everything in here aren't you which again it's all in the trailer like the whole you want to get nuts yeah let's get nuts it's like like it's not forced forced in but it's like god damn like they i get it i know michael it's a famous keaton. thing that he said michael keaton in this movie 
was what people thought was going to be Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man. That's what they thought was going to happen to those characters in that movie. Mm, I thought you were going to say that he wasn't trying. <laughs> well, yes. I, but cause I think that I, he, he was fine. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with his storyline. Even at the end, has no end. There's no wrap up. Again, and I think this is an. A, they did a fake kill off of him, and then they reversed. I think it. this is a, a something of reshoots and re-editing. Lots of re-editing. we know that because there's one. There's a completely different ending that yeah. parts have leaked. Yeah, that like Ben Affleck is trapped in the multiverse. Sure, and some other stuff. Um, but Superwoman looked really cool. She just I, didn't have a character. I hope that that actress. I hope she gets to continue to be super. Oh, uh, I, I thought she was really good. As she like, is she given looked, looked a good role. Almost nothing to do. Yeah. Um. And this is again. Th- this is where I could see some like okay, there's weird editing. Not even weird editing. Just like you've cut stuff out. She look. If you're wanting to be more Superman like, she's not. She's still the standard of her style. Of like yeah. I don't know that I should save humans. Like fuck you all. Yeah. Although this one has even more of a reason because like she was tortured. We captured her and we tortured her. Um. By the way, she gets her powers. Real fucking quick. And she's, and she's okay with it. She's cool. Pretty okay. Yeah. So she goes to where Zod's meeting the army in the desert, which is kind of a callback to Man of Steel, even though Zod wasn't there. Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't worry about that part. And they don't have Superman, obviously, because like one Superman is dead. Yep. Um, in this in this timeline. Well, uh, the kill. No, he says it because the baby didn't survive. Like, yes, so killed yes, yes, yes. Okay, I, I didn't baby. know what you meant. I was like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Supergirl's there. She sees it. And they start fighting, and then we cut back to like Wayne Manor and like. Bruce is like, I'm not going to help you. And Ezra's all like, mm, sad. Yep. And Supergirl comes back. And I was like, I mean, I knew this had to happen. I don't know why we're having this third act fight thing. But it's like, weren't you just at the battle? Like, yeah. Like, why I was even fly? like, why didn't Zod fly at you? Like, yeah, really, you're who he's, you're who he's after. Like, why, did, and why did he follow you? The camera kind of made it quite clear. It's like, pretty sure he sees you. Yeah. Uh, and then she just, goes back. Just and to lift him into the sky. And she's like, not. I'm going to help you. And then they go to the fight. And I was like, so is this? battle been going on for how long has this battle been going on for yeah anyone else so they get there again she's given some cool fight stuff with zod but, and you get the biggest hint because she asks about her cousin which is superman and he's like yeah baby didn't survive what i did to him turns out you have the thing and then zod just fucking kills her and then you get the other barrier who's like not okay with it which again it was like i haven't seen you become attached to bruce or her especially her you haven't had a whole lot with her of like why do you care how do you feel about that needle drop. What? Which one? What? Exactly. There isn't one. They say, come on, Barty, Barbie, let's go party. And then nothing happens. They're not going to pay. For, Warner Brothers was going to pay for that for this movie. It's it's in the credits. Aqua is credited for that song. It is still in the credits. It was cut out at the last minute. Wow. It is literally in there. I didn't stay through the credits. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. Yeah. Because I saw this fucking scene at the end. So I just wanted to say that was a really weird out of nowhere thing where there was obviously a needle drop, which would have been so inappropriate because that does not work with whatever you were doing there. But it's still so funny that it must have been such a last minute thing. It'd be interesting to re-edit that song in there and see if it syncs up. I mean, it probably doesn't <laughs> anymore because they they edited the shit. And <laughs> the fuck was that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and so the, whatever, this ending fight is mostly a fucking cartoon. Like yeah. it's all CG and it's not really good and, and they're bouncing around he has a painted batman suit like i'm not a big stupid. fan of the flash and i don't i'm not saying that i have an idea of like what cool stuff you could do with speed force and i didn't watch the flash show because i'm not a big fan of flash yeah but last thing really to talk about two things like the, you, you discover the, the that planets the fucking monster villain is other barry who yeah. continues to try to reset this timeline because supergirl and batman keep dying and he can't he won't accept that even yeah. though our flash realizes they're this world is going to die. Like, yeah, it's pointless. This world dies. It can't 
be undone. Yeah, sorry, dude. And I also give this movie credit. And Batman does at one point explain the multiverse, and he's just like, just dumps pasta in the bowl. He's like, it's this. Like, yeah. it's not straight lines. Like, it's this. It's a fucking mess. And I was like, that's kind of a metaphor for this movie. And also, like, you know what? I appreciate that you're not going to try to further explain it. And you are you are just kind of like, none of it makes fucking sense. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You can't, un- like, shit happens. Yeah. Basically, it's what he says, like, shit happens. And then we get all of the multiverse so planets crashing get, into each other. We get the cameo, which... I would think this would have been here or something of these would have been here regardless. Probably. You, you but know, this you, does also feel like, oh, shit. I can't even be totally from No Way Home because No Way Home was two years ago. Yeah. But it's a, what is it? So Adam West Batman. We get to see Adam West Batman, uh, George Reeves Superman, which that one felt fucked up. Like, that, that was really weird. Because also, again, young audiences aren't going to even know who that is. And it's like that dude killed himself. Yeah. That was weird. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that they got, you know, paid to the, know, the guy who the paid the flash back then, too. No, that apparently is just some guy that they had put in on that costume. No, I just I just meant the design. Oh, yeah. They had old school, old school flash. But it's like you couldn't get the fucking yeah. Grant dude from the TV show who yeah. Ezra Miller did a cameo of yeah. in yeah. their Flashpoint story. Mm-hmm. Tying the shit together. So I was like, do you what, should do have. you all just hate he just that? Yeah, they must hate that guy. Uh, we get Christopher Reeves, which is also Superman, up. and I don't remember the actress's name. Yeah, the Super girl who played one. Supergirl in the original movie. And then um, Christopher Reeves, when, like, it doesn't look great, but the way that they're lighting it covered it's, it's, up yeah. the rubberiness of it. So it was like, yeah. okay. Um, then we get something that I, I, I was astounded. Yeah. And I sat there, one, delighted because I was like, I get this. Two, confused of like, I don't think anyone else in this fucking auditorium gets yeah what this is and why it's happening and then furthermore i was like why is it a special effect this dude for sure would have come in yes and probably honestly probably would have done this for free i i get why you don't have him talk because if he talks you got to pay him or whatever but again i think he would do it for free i think he, he would wants too. to be superman so bad so we get nicholas cage <laughs> superman that was supposed to happen from a tim burton movie yeah. fighting a giant mechanical or fighting a giant spider. Yeah. Which, if you've never heard Kevin Smith tell the story of this, you can find it in numerous places. Yeah, yeah. Just look up Kevin Smith. And there, there are pictures of Nick Superman in the story. suit. Yeah, there's video footage yeah, yeah. of it. Um, and it almost feels like they just took that footage. Yeah, they just copied but it. But I've as heard a, that they had Nicolas Cage there. If that is a CGI Nicolas Cage. And shot him. But again, I don't know. Maybe they literally shot him. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I really didn't dig into it. But it was, if he, if he wasn't there, that is, again, where it's like, he... You could de-age him, first yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah. They're like, he would for also, sure. hair is fake, too, obviously. He for sure would have done this. Because, if you again, if you don't know, like, Nicolas Cage really wanted to be Superman. He, in yeah, fact, he, his favorite. I think he did get to voice him in the Teen Titans Go yeah. animated movie. And, like, yep. that, was, that was a big deal for him. That's why they had him do it. Because, like, oh, you really want it. So, like, I got the entire reference. But it was like, but I know why? nobody else in this fuck. Like, all these kids in here is like, this is so confusing to you. And dumb. So, so even I thought it was done because like, who is this for? I mean, me, I guess. But you get all this and then you finish it off with, of course, he doesn't learn his lesson. He still adjusts something in the past. Yeah, that's the thing. He did learn a lesson and then he still goes and I was like, you're still adjusting the past, dude. And it it just does a joke so he can say, what the fuck? I know. Forget his tooth falls out, which was oh, a callback to something yeah, earlier. Shut up. That was stupid. So it turns out when he goes back to his timeline, he didn't go back to his timeline. He's. In another timeline that I guess is super parallel to ours. Yeah. Um, he does manage to get his dad off. That sounded weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Bruce walks up, but it's George Clooney. Yeah. Which is and also like insulting to George Clooney. No, I mean, George Clooney readily, like, 
it's it, if you don't know, like there's, and I assume it's true. Like if you see George Clooney and you walk up to him and tell him that like you saw Batman and Robin, he'll give you twenty dollars. He'll pay back yeah, your movie yeah, ticket. Yeah. And he's mentioned numerous times, like I almost killed a franchise. Yeah. Um. Everyone involved in that movie, like, admits just like, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, this is a thing that happened. Which is weird to me that, that that's what they would do at the end. That wasn't the original end. Like I said, they they shot. I think they shot multiple different ones, and that's what's happening with Aquaman, mm-hmm. which, which has also he been was pushed the after credit scene. But Aquaman's also been pushed back. It's like just yeah. fucking put the movie. Like no one cares. Like at, actually, at this, no one cares. And at this point, you're probably making it worse. Just cut because like, they they have to be doing to it what they did to this. Like you're just cutting it up. Yeah. We we know Jason Momoa at one point said he shot a bunch of scenes with a bunch of Batman. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was in it. I assume Ben was, was there. Probably the Batgirl movie, honestly. And now, because I think before they got James Gunn, I think their plan was to use Michael Keaton as a linchpin of like, you're yeah, going to yeah, be the yeah. thing that ties all this together. Since they're not doing that, they're just pulling his shit out. Yep. But it's like, why? I mean, at this point, leave it in. I know it didn't sell this movie, but you know what? You won. You gave it all up <laughs> in the trailer. And look. Yeah, you literally, like everything in the movie is in the trailer. I'm not even judging this based on the craziness of Ezra Miller. I'm just like, uh, like I'm divorced myself of that. And it's still just, this was nothing. And it just, yeah, it was the whole movie there's was a, nothing. There's a couple cool Batman scenes, but again, it's in the trailer. Yep. Um, the, then also, um, there was one Batman that was absolutely not in this. <laughs> Christian Bale. Yeah. We're not going to pay. I mean, there's no way he would accept. And I don't think Christopher Nolan's going to produce her on these movies for a while. And he's not friends with Warner brothers right now. So, and so that's, yeah, that's the weirder thing too is like, you you were so random. I mean, Christopher Reeves, like, I get. But, like, you're going to throw Dean Cain in there. Yeah, there's so many like, other people you could have picked. These are very, or even the guy who played the Flash in the 90s Flash show, who, again, came back on the current Flash show to play an older version of like They could have actually just brought in Teen Titans, the actual cartoon one. That would have been funny. Throw Chris O'Donnell a bone. Let Robin do something. The fact that there was no, was, was there a cartoon planet? I felt like I saw one, but now you're thinking of Space Jam. <laughs> There's, I mean, they could have just done that. That would been cool to see the 2000s Justice. Or they could have just not put this movie out. That Again, too. That too. <laughs> I, I, I assume it's just like, well, we put so much money into this, like it has to yeah. go. I was like, but it mean it bombed. So I was like, did you have to put it out? No, so what the fuck are and you now, talking about? Tom Cruise said this movie is great. Yeah, I really was like, how much money did you have to pay Tom Cruise to fucking say that shit? Yeah. Because there's no way. And people are like, this is the best comic book movie I've ever seen. It's like, nobody. Or you know what? Maybe you showed them a different version of this movie that we didn't get. <laughs> yeah. And now they're selling NFTs of Flash from this movie. Sure. Let's get even more outdated. Yeah. But I now am like Batgirl or Batwoman or whatever it's called. There's no way. There's no way that it's worse than this. I, I, so why? Yeah. Why would you not, man? Fucking put that out. Yeah. At this point, I mean, you've driven up interest in it. Just like the Snyder Cut happened. Yes. And yet again. Unless we have another pandemic, I guess we'll never fucking get to see this Batwoman movie. Um, I will say when I was Which leaving pro- the honestly, theater, with probably this, has a more interesting Michael Keaton Batman in it too. It's it's one of those moments when you're with people in public that you're like, "Oops!" But as soon as we're leaving, we're out. We're like walking out behind these two people, and as soon as we open the door and get out into the hallway, at the same time, one of those guys say, "That was great." At the same time, I said, "That fucking sucked." <laughs> it was just like one of those funny moments where they, he actually looked at me, and I was like. Sorry, dude. This is a bad movie. <laughs> it goes to show, and as we'll, we'll transition into our final review thing in our summer catch-up episode. Yeah, yeah. Every every movie is probably someone's favorite movie. Yeah. Every movie is someone's, someone's first, like it. 
first movie, nobody genuinely wants to make something bad. And like, I don't think if anything, you know what? I'll give credit to Andy Machete of, well, you did it. At least it came out like bad girl. Five, cutting, so five other good. directors like came and went left this like if any. And I'm not, I'm not even making a joke. He got it done. It sucks that like, like, he came in and like he did a job and like I got he finished it. it maybe that was even like they're like, look, this is going to look bad on you. But like, get this done. Dacher plays Zod was like, this movie sucked. <laughs> He, I will say, he did seem like... He just didn't want to be there. No, because I've read somewhere, too, before when they, like, got him back. He was like, I guess when he really liked Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I don't know why they're asking me to come back, but, like, there's a coolness to it of, like, okay, I mean, I guess we'll do it. And I assume once he was there, he's like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't like this. He said he felt like the movie was, he was like a toy, like a kid's toy. But he doesn't even look like he's there most of the time, like, because yeah. the little film of his mask barely ever comes off. It's like, yeah. So you could have just not gotten fuck Michael Shannon back. And he does seem like... Are you asleep? Are you, are you, what's going on? Yeah, it was really weird. It, you know, so it's like, hey, if you had to put this out, it's like, why don't you just fucking like suck it up and like give Zack Snyder a hundred million dollars? Like, will you come do it? Yeah, please. <laughs> we'll, ask, we'll ask real nicely. So that that was a bummer. And so that movie sucked ass real we, fast. We, we'd had a good string of movies earlier this year where it's like, you know what? Movies are movies are back. I'll and say movies that are good. Barbie and Oppenheimer definitely made me more like uh, confident that some of the movies are good. Our, and then the next one that we're talking about. Our next one's going to do it too. Yeah. Uh, TMNT. But I was going to say, there's also, like I saw Mission Impossible. Yeah. It's good. I mean. Yeah, I saw, I didn't see it, but people I know are like, yeah. It's, but it's, it's also good. just there. Yeah. Like it, it, I came out of the the last one pumped to the point where I was like, I'm going to buy this on Blu-ray. Like, yeah. And I bought it day one on Blu-ray. This one I'm like, all right. When I uh, saw it. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll see part two, I guess, because, like, I need to finish the story. Maybe I think even just having knowing there's a part two going into it is like, I'll, fuck. I'll give it this. This does kind of actually, like, have a complete-ish ending. It's not like a total cliffhanger. Like, it wraps itself up to a degree. Um, And that's all Talk to Me, mm-hmm. which is also I good. Th- I think I want to talk about that one. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. But, so, yeah, let's just keep that on the back burner. It's good, but it didn't hit what i wanted there there's something about the movie that i don't know if you know yet but we can talk about that in another episode i like uh, how you haven't seen it but you're like i don't know if you know this but like i've seen it no there, there's some there it's it's behind the scenes um i saw indiana jones um the movie sucks until the last 10 minutes yeah, it's weird as i've heard a lot of other people say that too of like just it's just but even that the last look we'll spoil it like yeah yeah should you should have let him die let him die in the past that's where he wanted to be um also the fact that they just killed off shia labeouf is hilarious I will admit, like, that story beat when I got, I think it was from Red Letter Media's reviews. Oh, one. you didn't watch the movie? <laughs> no. Um, I didn't have anything against Daniel Jones, but I wasn't, like, excited. And then reviews started coming in from people I trust. Yeah, yeah. That were, what's, what's, what do kids say now? Mid. Things were very mid. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. And then there were ones like, this is, this is not good. Crystal Skull is genuinely more engaging. <laughs> I had, and Jeremy Johns, which is a review I really like. Even though we don't, I don't always agree with him, but like I like him. Him and a couple others were like Crystal Skull is a better ending. I, a better I wouldn't ending say, for him. I wouldn't say it's a better ending. Well, no, I mean as for <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just joking. Between these two, <laughs> obviously Raider or Last Crusade is yeah, that's the that, that's the a good ending. One. Um, but to like reflect back on not the I mean, there's good stuff in Crystal Skull, I guess, but like it's bad. Yeah. Uh, and with Mission Possible, one thing I'll point out is like you know what I think it is is this was the first one that was shot digital. All the other ones have been shot on film. Yes. And I think the look of that, I think you do feel. It. I think it changed some of it. And it was like there's other stuff that irked me about this Mission Possible, but again, it's fine. It's fun. Go to the movies, have a good time. Yeah. Um. But I was I was bummed between some bad ones and some just mid 
things I was excited yeah. for. So walking into Mute Mayhem. Um, sorry. I was, was going to phone call. Hang on. Just oh. let me hang this up. I'm just making sure that it's not anything crazy. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Um, I did see two more movies. Um, no Hard Feelings. Just trying to one-up me. No. Uh, eh, it's a comedy movie. It's okay. I didn't really like it that much. I haven't seen it, but uh, I want to give I want to give a shout out to it. Of like, we don't. Have you noticed we don't? There's not a lot of comedy movies anymore, especially raunchy R-rated comedy. And yeah, uh, R-rated comedy. So and uh, I mean, it sucks that it wasn't like really funny for you, but like I'm glad that it kind of. I think it did okay. It was fine. So I, I I hope we get a little bit more of that. But um, the other one that I watched, which um was uh, Insidious the Red Door. That movie fucking sucks. Don't watch it. I think I've read that it's made the most money of all the Insidious. I'm not surprised. It has the original cast in the movie that people did like. Yeah, it's it's the it's the Insidious 1 and 2 family. Yep. It's what, what happened afterwards. Kids all grown up now. You want to know the plot? I mean, uh, kids being haunted, dads still being haunted, their memories have been wiped so they don't remember the things, but like... There you go. It's there. You got it. To be honest, like, I haven't totally seen the other Insidious and in city eye yeah it don't really seem super scary to me yeah the, it was the first one was interesting it had a story how is patrick wilson's directing this was his directorial debut it was a movie sure you did it shot and framed you did it <laughs> everyone stayed in frame yep. so it was pretty good and it came out so it was in focus <laughs> uh but yeah let's talk about the mutant mayhem um so I uh, should be no spoiler we've kind of indicated already like yeah we, we like this movie i liked it a lot uh, i liked it more than i expected to I was more so pleasantly surprised by a lot of the stuff. I, I had no real expectations, but I was just like, you know, turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. I didn't know if that's what you were going with that at well, first. Or it, you legit said No, it. they actually hired that kid to do a run for the movie. I saw. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, you, I mean, you had a nice, fun moment in the movie, too. I, I did. I'm uh, not going to laugh. I li- I, a pre-YouTube meme type thing. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I laughed, and I think I even said, like, what the fuck? You did. I was sitting right next to him. And uh, I, I knew that it was a thing, but I didn't know what it was. But I was like, well, it's something hip and young. Well, there, he gets it. There, I wouldn't even say that. Um, do you remember those G.I. Joe PSAs that were, like, like being made fun uh, of? Slapped hams or what are they called? Yeah. It was the same guys that did that that made that he-man song that's what that was so, so anyway for the yeah, listening it's singing the song um what's going on i forgot the name of the band blind uh, melon no it's not blind melon i'll tell you you know four non blondes that's it four non blondes thank you so it's singing it's singing that i was like oh you know funny song when i hear that song all i can think about is he-man it plays about half the song they crash and then the action scene starts and it goes directly into the he-man version and they play it serious. It's like it's a fun chase scene and they're fighting and it plays the whole fucking He-Man version of the song down to Skeletor yelling, and he prays. And I think that's when you said, what the fuck? Yeah, it made me laugh. Well, it was when they, a beast man starts talking and he's like, and he cries. So <laughs> so I loved that. So that up, made the whole movie good for me. Set up plot of the movie. This is basically a. New version of the turtles. New version and an origin. So I mean, they are teenagers. Uh, all the voice actors are all teenagers. <laughs> I think I've read too where there's some stuff times where they just let them mm-hmm. riff. Uh, one of them is from Gumball, which is a show I fucking love. Uh, the episodes I've seen of Gumball, it was a show I I enjoyed. That's something That's like that I would watch. Sometimes w- on Cartoon Network. I would recommend it uh, overall. Um, and you know what? He, he's which just one, good. Which one was he? Um, I'd have Did to look. you know by his voice? Um, I'm pretty sure he's Donatello. Okay. Because he's the one, like, I think someone. It's kind of rap. Donatello kind of has a raspy voice. Uh, well, we had like a, or, um, the other person we saw it with said like Donatello didn't hit puberty or something like that. 
He is the one who doesn't, even because they should all be the same age. Presumably. I'm pretty sure he was the one. So they're 15 years old because um, we get an opening with Baxter Stockman uh, played by Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> I would say this is a critique. The star-studded cast is definitely just just there to sell you this movie because most of them barely talk. Like Giancarlo yeah. Esposito, he's in the opening three minutes and that's it. Baxter Stockman doesn't show back up. Rose Byrne as Leatherhead. I think she has three lines. Yeah, it's not much. Uh, Hannibal Burris was the toad. <laughs> yeah, he was. He it, has it, one or two. Paul it, Rudd gets the most. Yeah. He's Mondo Gecko. Um, but yeah, so the turtles, this is, look, this is a, a kid's movie for sure. Um, but like I critiqued Mario, this is a kid's movie. I think doing a good job being a good movie and not, not just being brand recognition or IP cash in. Um, this is a fun story and it's legitimately, fu- legitimately funny. I, well, we all, laughed legitimately i'm sorry i looked it up just to be sure i was completely wrong it's the voice of gumball and he's leonardo oh well <laughs> um yeah, we all laughed legitimately yep. a handful of times multiple times like not even just like a uh, cringe or like uh, what a reference but like legit joe's like that was a funny joke yeah like she'll laugh at that even right at the beginning of the movie the movie has a dark opening like, um dude dies like well, presumed, you know, yeah, we're, we're told true, that Baxter true. dies, but like, you know, they can bring him back if they want to. But we still, you know. But yeah, it's in the movies unexpectedly grosser than expected, even though Ninja Turtles always kind of so is gross. This is this is what, um, you know, you've seen people complaining online about the way April O'Neil looks and stuff. The movie, I don't know if I feel like you may have noticed it, but this movie really has that old 90s Nickelodeon feel to me of where things were just gross, like all real monsters as told by Ginger. Actually, as told by Ginger is what it really reminds me of, like the classic thing that the Rugrats um, studio. Um, every single human in this movie looks ugly and deformed while all the mutants look pretty clean. Mostly. Superfly is kind of off. But he still he has like these straight lines and stuff. He's kind of gross, but he's like he. Yeah, so all he's the humans are mostly like blobby, somewhat distorted, or blobby, um, which I thought was cool. It's like oh, the mutants are the normal ones in this world. <laughs> and overall, I don't want to spoil anything about this movie because I, I think one you should go see it. Yeah, I can see where the art style could be off putting to some people because I did see some of that. While many other people are like, I think this looks beautiful, or it's it's clearly it feels. Um, inspired yeah. by spider-verse but it's not trying to be spider-verse it's not ripping it off or copying no, it not it's, at all it's his own art style and it's kind of got this like comic booky feeling mm-hmm. especially I mean, like when smoke clouds come up and uh there's that one scene where they're talking about their big plan and it goes into like a cartoon animated thing where it's like obviously the old like comic book turtles I mean, but even like sketchy versions, like a kid drew them. Even right like, off the bat, that's what too, kids did is draw turtles. Our first time seeing the turtles, um, uh, for me, it's a reference to the original comic book cover. For you, yeah, it was a reference to the 2000s, 2000s yeah, which was obviously referencing the comic book as well. Where they don't have they eyes, don't have, they don't have pupils or anything, or, yeah, pupils, not eyes. <laughs> um, and yeah. Leo's being all dramatic, and then they get called out. So, I can see where some people might also be. Upset of this is more of a comedy. You know, that's the first joke where he says uh, that dude's the goat of all time. I'm like that's a that's a funny joke that a kid would just say. <laughs> I think they even do they accuse him of trying to be like Batman. Yeah, which is fun because turtles and Batman have crossed over numerous yeah. times. Um, and while this does this does have a because of its art style, uh, presumably somewhat, it does have a dark aesthetic, and so it kind of reminded me in ways of the original live action movie yeah it just reminds me of like what people drew new york to be like in the 90s <laughs> but 
when this is a current movie, let's, let's state that that is Nick yeah, in the nineties, yeah. um, of which they make sure that you know that because there's pop culture references that are. I mean, the turtles have cell phones. Um, which also was odd to me, but I like that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, but this is a comedy, much much more so than an action movie or an adventure movie. Adventure is there, and there's action, but like. Good action, too. This is a comedy in a kid's movie. But again, it's a movie for everybody. You had a, there was a joke in there where it's like, you know, you saying that makes me think that your dad's a rat. Like that, that joke actually landed pretty well. So, yeah, um, when the, what I really want to talk about is I, I, I ran into a lot of hate online. Yeah. Um, which, again, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. Like it, don't like it. Like I said, I can see where this art style wouldn't appeal to people. Um, and I also know that, especially in older IPs, it's hard to... Change things. To change things, especially if you're a fan of the older thing. I've had to, you know, that's the thing with me with Transformers, with Michael Bay, where it's like, this isn't... This yeah, is not, not my Transformers thing. isn't how they're supposed to act. But it's also a, I can't believe that I'm seeing Transformers in live action, so I'll kind of take some of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Ninja Turtles... I had this similar thing years ago with the last live action movies where I didn't like them. Um, but I also realized, you know what? This movie's not, this movie's not being made for me. Um, Wild Turtles does come from a mature ish place. They also were a joke from the get go. Yeah. Even in the comics and where people are cl- complaining about things that are changed in this one, not just focusing on, but April is a big one. Yeah. Um, to her being black and to her body shape. She does kind of look like a turtle. I, I didn't. I, I didn't find on purpose. I didn't really find her being that. Uh, she seemed like the most normal looking person that we she, saw. She she was definitely the most. Uh, yeah, especially in the face. Um and legit. I, I didn't look up the actress's name. She was funny. Her yeah. delivery of things was funny. Like you said, the which is even in the trailer. But it still made me laugh in the movie where they're like, "It's not like our dad's a rat." It's like that makes me think he's a rat. It's a, it's a good delivery. It's and she's got a couple other lines that she delivers like that where it's like, "This is funny. I like this April." And yes. even like her tragic backstory is still played off as a Pew joke. girl. Yeah. Um, and, and yes, uh, she's a different take on April one because she's not an adult. She's a high schooler. She's their age. She's wanted to just be a journalist. Um, so there, you know, for me, there are still references to the things that I knew, but different takes on them. And look, I'm not going to act like I loved all of it. This is slightly spoilerish, but like Bebop and Rocksteady kind of eventually turn good. And they also don't really do a lot in the movie. I forgot Seth Rogen was even in this movie until Bebop was spoken. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. You're Bebop. Um, and like I that, that uh, does bother me a little bit, but not before I'm like, oh, I'm going to complain. I saw so many old dudes complaining. Yeah. yeah. And it was obvious of you went into this wanting to hate it. So you did. And also like, you're not understanding this wasn't made for yeah. you. I grew up in their time too. I grew up in the 80s with the original cartoon that also was a bastardization of the comic. That's not yeah, what the yeah, comic yeah. book was like. And also, let's be honest, Bebop and Rocksteady is it's stupid. It's a rhinoceros and a warthog. It's stupid. And it's fine. <laughs> and, and also this is, and someone argued, uh, this was someone who did come in back on me and argued with me. He's like, this is for kids. Like, no, this is for everybody. It's like, yeah, I mean, I'm also kind of saying dipshit. Yeah. It's for everybody. But there's kids in the theater having fun. And also this is for kids. They're <laughs> not making it for 40 year old me who grew up with it, making a grown up version of like, yeah. And everyone was, you know, really harping on the original series and the original movie, which again, I do like the original movie. Yeah. The original series, no. Because, I mean, look, it's... It's it's literally... Uh, don't if, smoke kids kind of shit. If you like it, cool. But, like, it's bad. It's it, bad. The reason that people like it so much now is because, like, oh, it's 80s aesthetic. I can buy that on a t-shirt. It's, look, guys, turtles. It's poorly animated. <laughs> it's really and, bad. 
really, I think, outside of the first batch that's even worse animated because they didn't because it was a cash in. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Again, I love Transformers. I'd also argue its series as well. It's not well. Like I would never watch that. Things like it's I mean, not good. It's actually become a big, a pretty big meme recently that people are dubbing over the original Transformers series and just making new dialogue, and it's actually really fucking funny. But the original movie, I will still like. I will argue, like, yeah, you know what? It it it's good. It's and better than it has any right to be. Cool. But also, it still was made for kids. Mm-hmm. Really. But if you were a kid and you saw that, it also felt like because you know I like the cartoon when it came out. I'm like that movie is not the cartoon no not at all and it kind of like it's like i am getting my ninja turtles but also like this feels this feels like real and grown yeah. up not just because it was live action like it felt grown up yeah. and, and i, I like, think i like these, the second one a lot too i think these old men and <laughs> some of these other people arguing that this isn't their turtles whatever it's like i think you want that feeling again of yeah they do you want a mature ninja you what you got as a kid was what you thought was a mature ninja turtles but again of only in comic books is there, are the stories ever mature or yeah. violent. Everything else and what makes the franchise what it is, it's for kids. Like uh, and Yes. it uh, And I do think some of the later series, which I never watched, but you've yeah, we, stuff we talked about, about it. They did get better with their story. And some story did get a little edgy. But, but then it kind of fizzled out because kids weren't watching it. <laughs> um, and Turtles has always also been kind of gross. Like, even in the 80s. Like I had a toy that was called Mutagen Band. I mean. And he was brain and organs the in pizza the alone body like the pizza thing in every episode different weird pizza that was not classic 90s gross the only out. reason i knew about anchovies i learned about anchovies from, from Turtle, Ninja Turtles. me too yeah um and this one had a good joke with pizza being like oh yeah it's like waffle and whatever pizza and then like i think it was like april and it was like actually sounds actually like it'd be kind of good <laughs> um uh, so but there is one needle drop in this one that you made it like a an actual reaction to because I, I didn't expect it yeah and, and it wasn't again this it was a callback that was that's how you do a callback right yeah um really our first fight scene mm-hmm. um and the turtles are an experience like again something people complain about is like they're not taking it seriously and they're like, they're not good well again they haven't done this like yeah they know ninjutsu but like they they haven't they, ne- they literally even said oh we've never fought anyone before when they're about to do their first fight uh, but in this first fight which is really cool fight. Uh, at one point, one of them gets knocked into a car and the radio gets turned on. And for like three seconds, you just hear, go ninja, go ninja, go. And yeah. I, it caught me off guard. I was like, huh? and, and it was, uh, in the credits, it's, it's the actual song. Yeah, so the, it's, it's vanilla eyes. <laughs> there was actually a lot of live action footage in this too. And like real, like cutouts of Chris Pine Did, and Chris yeah, Hemsworth. It was three Chris's. Yeah. We got the three Chris's. Oh, something else people I saw complaining about was all the pop culture references. And they're like, it was too much. And it took me out of it. The the only one that kind of got me is I didn't really the Ferris Bueller one felt weird. Um, I, I get it's just because it's a coming of age one. Yeah, I mean, and Breakfast Club gets brought up a lot, so like they probably could have used that one, but maybe Seth Rogen just really liked. Probably really <laughs> likes Ferris Bueller, and also and it was I mean, fine. You know, it does tie into what the turtles were. Yeah, yeah, like, it's thematically it's good, but it's still that, that was like. Eh. But that wasn't that that was our first that was bit of live one. action too. Because it was also kind of just like so maybe that's why I was drawing for you. Was like, yeah, I'm seeing real people. And then we see actual Jackie Chan footage. <laughs> but I I also argued with the pop culture comment of like that's always the turtles have always Tur- been that literally always. Again, you go back watch the movie that you're talking about. They're making tons of references there too. First of all, because also they are teenagers. That's the point. Of course, th- that's what yeah. they would do. Are you an old man who's annoyed by teenagers? Then why do you think that you'd like a movie that's made about teen- teenagers, especially current day teenagers? Every version of the of the turtles have always reflected that the time generation that they are of in. turtles. 
I mean, like the original ones are saying shit like gnarly and in like uh, even like in tubular. Ooze, Michelangelo makes a reference to fucking Ralph Nader. Yeah, which as a kid, I didn't get that. No, because I mean, it didn't even bother me. I was just like well, sure. went over. It's like well, I don't know what that name is. And I was in high school and like saw a clip of it. I was like, well, now I know who Ralph Nader is. Like, why are you talking? What? Why is that in this movie? Yeah, just weird humor all around because that's what the turtles are. And then the other point to and, and again if you didn't like this or you felt like you hated it from the trailer or whatever again realize the whole point of this franchise has also been not even trying to make a pun but something that mutates every yeah, yeah, yeah. single time it's about changing things and i did bring up in there because you'd inform me it's like this isn't the first time april has been black this is like the third or fourth time which someone was arguing that she was black in the comics which then became i i wasn't part of this conversation but i read all of it the original artist or the creator, his girlfriend was black, and that's who he based April O'Neil off of. But the comics were black and white. And apparently, between the two creators, one of them wanted her to be white, and the other, one, the one who drew her, wanted her to be this. And yeah. so, whenever one of them's in charge, she's this. And you know, again, it doesn't matter. It gets what, stupid. And that's I commented on this. Sort of Mr. Like, Smithers was black in the first season of The Simpsons as well. <laughs> I literally, I didn't even like, I didn't engage anything. I literally said, "Does this really make a difference to you?" Yeah. And right. it was the first time I got a response back. Uh, on a YouTube comment, because I don't comment very often. Yeah. And they were like, well, what if they took a, a uh, black character, or an Asian character, and made them white? Wouldn't that matter? And I was like... I mean, that's happened before. <laughs> so I was still like, <laughs> you mean like Scarlett Johansson and Ghost in the Shell? Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and a lot of shit. <laughs> and then specifically pointing out, I was like, and unless it was central to their character, like Black Panther or Shang-Chi... I was trying to think of stuff that wasn't Marvel related, but those were the yeah, easiest. it's just at the top of your head. Yeah. Like, no, it wouldn't. Those it would because it is central to with who that character is. But like April O'Neil being white, black, Asian does not impact her character. And also, she's had literally every single hair color that, under the sun. So that even that even that argument doesn't really hold up. So like I, I get not being okay with but not being okay with certain changes, but like that changes in the thing. And in the movie, her race and her body shape. Is never brought up mm. so this isn't a woke thing either like i feel like these people are looking to, just to hate be, yeah, just anything mad. that's different because it's woke and it's like or maybe it's just a different interpretation of this character and you're making it a big yeah. deal it's 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 actually like completely fine <laughs> I, I, yeah i, I should don't have care. even brought up like you mean like shredder in the michael bay movies where in the first one is clearly supposed to be willem finkter who's mm-hmm. a white guy and it's like oh maybe we should keep him yeah Asian. yeah yeah <laughs> It's it's so it's so stupid. I mean, but I mean, with the movie itself, I'm surprised they didn't bring up Baxter Stockman because, like, in the '80s cartoon, he was a white dude. mm -hmm. But I think in every other interpretation, he's been a black guy. Even the 2000s one, he's he's in the comic books. Yeah. uh, Well, I don't think he's in the original comic books, but now he's a black guy. So maybe it's just like, well, I mean, percentage-wise, now he's been black, so I guess I'm okay with it. But again, it just it's it's strange. This is a franchise that mutates and changes. For you, yours was the 2000s one. And I think also there are core tenets of the turtles that are always there. And also at the end of the day, they're fun action figures. I had I had the 2000s turtles action figures, and I play with them every single day. And I want to point out too, I'm not you know if you do like the original 80s one, if you like the two, I'm sure I could rip on the 2000s one if I wanted to. I'm sure there's plenty of stupid stuff in it the, the, yeah i'm not shitting on any of that stuff i'm not shitting on original transformers or thundercat my point was all of those things are commercial cash grabs you make money the only thing that gives it heart is your nostalgia and that's not a bad thing No, that's a good thing but it also means like you should like yes yeah, so I, 
I, I want to like protect. Secret of the Ooze is a stupid ass movie, but I fucking love it. I want to protect <laughs> these things that I, I do love and care about, and that shaped my childhood, or even shape my you know fandom now. But Absolutely. also be glad that they've persevered, and it is still here. And, and new generations are discovering it who also, guess what? They can go back and find the one that you saw and liked. Or also, maybe they improve on it. Look, I love Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> the new reboot one. Do I want to watch the 70s one? Not Probably super not. really. And I kind of feel like the reboot one, like, oh, you took that story, you made it better, and you did something different with it. I'm not saying this is that exact case, but, like, mm. things can be improved on and changed. And I mentioned to you when I walk, we walked out of the movie, is like, I'm glad they didn't do Raph and Leo fighting yeah they still had that like rivalry but it wasn't just like i kind of hate each other and also leonardo has always been just like the okay guys it, listen to it, dad they improved i mean he was still that but like they improved leonardo here like he was he acknowledged, literally acknowledges that he's lame like it's like yeah and like he's the one that has a crush on april like typically it's like michelangelo mm-hmm. and i mean it's still like gross like dude i don't think you can have sex with him but as a turtle <laughs> and but our four turtles were still our four turtles michelangelo was still more like party kind of dude Dontella was still like the nerd. He's the smart. Raph was still the more violent, aggressive one. And Leo was the natural leader in the balance. I'm actually surprised they didn't go overboard with Michelangelo. They actually kept him pretty grounded. Well, it's not the 90s. From the 90s, you know. I'm just saying like they could have went really, really crazy with him. They had fun with him and Mondo Gecko. Yeah, he was good. Like it, it felt like Michelangelo. <laughs> and and you did feel like they're brothers and, and you feel like they were getting their footing of being heroes. And like, there's a lesson to, there's a lesson to learn in this movie. Cause again, it's a kid's movie. It's supposed to teach a lesson and it does. And I'll also say this, I didn't expect it to be so fucking, it's gross. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but like at the end, some shit happens where I'm like, that is a, dis- that's the, body horror. This the, is a body horror thing happening. Uh, that is one thing I want to talk about is that ice cube is great in this. Like it, also every line that he says is awesome. <laughs> and his delivery, like I, and He's a, he was a good villain. Yeah. And I, I get, even though, like, look, yeah, I want a Shredder. And I hate that every interpretation of these movies always pushes Shredder to the background and just like, oh, next time, though. Yeah, which, which we get. Look, semi-spoiler, like, this one does. There's The end credit scene is like, up, oh, there's Shredder's coming. Yeah. Um, but this yeah, was a see. good villain. This yeah. was a good choice because it reflected on the turtles and their struggle as mutants and, like, being accepted. It really, it has a solid story and, like, a wrap-up at the end that was really good. And also lots of pop culture references that you really wouldn't expect. And... Even, that, even into the ending. Goes without saying for me, like, I also thought the music was great because yeah. it's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. It was pretty good. But also, this old man, he was like, and the music was terrible. It's like, oh, dude, like, I'm, again. You know what he was talking I think about, he legit. Though. I think he was talking about the actual, like. He was talking about. Needle drops. He was, yeah. But I was. Local, local uh, old white man angry that kids like the rap music. I do want to give a shout out, though. There's a lot of people in that comment section of that video. Who were also standing up and going like, I thought this movie was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And one guy, one person, I don't know if this guy, yeah, one yeah. person was even like, look, my crowd ate it up and they were laughing at stuff. I mean, there was, I don't remember what the joke was, but there was a joke that made a, one kid in the audience lose his fucking shit. The, uh, the, the main guy of the channel yeah, commented yeah. on this and he's like, well, was it all kids? And the person responded was like, no, it's mostly like adults, men and women. And I chimed in and was like, what if it was all kids again? The movie's kids. made for it's kids. Kids movie. Like, I mean, it's still weird that you and I, I guess I'm saying this shit, but you and I are sitting here talking about it too. But it's like, and we would if we didn't enjoy it too. But the, I the other person that we went with was also our age. So, like, I wouldn't be violently angry <laughs> and so shittily dismissive as these people were if I didn't like it. Just be like, this was look like did, I didn't I didn't shit on Mario really. I was I made it clear like I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought they could have done better. You also fell asleep in it. 
and I fell asleep in it, <laughs> which was legit. I mean, it was legit. Yeah, that's yeah. It's only happened in two other movies. That's a real criticism. But like, I wasn't like, if you like this, you're dumb. And like, this is terrible. And like, it should have been this. And like, yeah. that's not my Mario. It's like, nope. I mean, they made it. And like, you know, it's. It, it was what it was. It's just that one specifically really wasn't for you. Where this one, you actually, you, you vibed with it, as the kids would say. I did. I ate it up. Gobble, gobble, no crumbs. <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, though, is uh, what's really funny to me is just the the Mr. Beast cameo, which is like you. I wouldn't. I mean, if you didn't tell me, I yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, no known. one would have known. I think he was. I think he got in trouble because he made a comment on Twitter. So that was a thing. Even it, though I don't think he's in the Screen Actors Guild. No, but he's I, not. And people were, they're really, a lot of people for some reason really want to cancel Mr. Beast. I don't, I'm not part of that shit, so I don't understand. Look, people, everyone. He he was like, I was contractually obligated to say something about the movie. Like, that's, I I can't, I have to. Like, what can I say? I think people, like, I, I know what it is. Like, I, even this video in this channel that this particular one, I'm not subscribed to anymore. I used to be years ago because he had good news. And like at the time, I agree to some of his viewpoints. Yeah. Now I'll just call him out. It's Mister H reviews, and then the other channel is Midnight's Edge. I'm still subscribed <laughs> to Midnight's Edge, but I very rarely will listen to them because it's just it's clear. It's like I don't even call it clickbait. It's just like hate bait. And yeah, that's and that's also good. like making everything woke when it's and I've commented a couple times like. I don't think this was woke. I think you're making it this thing. It's like when Ben Shapiro posted that, like a, like a, almost like a three hour video or some shit about why the Barbie movie was terrible. Yeah. It's like you, you went into that already mad. Like Midnight's Edge, three days before Barbie came out, I was like, Barbie's going to bomb and here's why, blah, blah, blah. And I was, I was dying to be like, on Monday, I was like, what are you, what's your video going to fucking say now that it yeah, yeah. made all this money? And of course, I mean, they were able to like twist it to their own thing. Yeah, of course. I'm still subscribed to them because like they do still get good news. Whatever his contacts are, like he, there's news that comes from there. But it also has become an insight to me of like, oh, some people clearly, I guess, just want to hate everything. Mm. And like I like I know I'm cynical and like a lot, some we talk about a lot of things. We're like, this is terrible. And, like they make it. Right. I don't want to hate these things. Mm. I have these feelings because they're, I love movies. And I love genuine shows, feelings. And I, I want them to do to be the best they can. Kind of like when they say no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That same idea. But these people also make me realize, like, oh, I don't hate things nearly that much. Like, mm-hmm. good God. Like, you all just want to hate. I mean, I think we I think we talked about it in our Wakanda Forever podcast where I watched someone review it where he was doing nothing but talking about how, like, he's, like, picked apart the movie about how horrible, like, every single scene was. Where he's like, dude. Because a woman's doing it. Well, no, he was specifically like he was just that much against black people and black power. It was like, am I watching a racist video? Am I on a list now? Like, is this like a terrorist? <laughs> there is a, now with these two specific channels, but a couple other ones where I've, I've been like two minutes into watching them. And then I realized like, holy shit, you're a bigot. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've never really like you always hear that stuff thrown around and. Then when you actually see it, you're like, whoa, hang on a second. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> and I guess it's just, you know, I don't think or realize that, of course, there would be those people on YouTube. Or, I mean, we know they're on Facebook and shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone's YouTube's feeds are very unique, right? Like, based on, like, well, you've watched this. Like, yeah, yeah. I had no idea there were makeup tutorials and shit on there. Because, like, my stuff is all video <laughs> games and movies. Like, I thought, like, shit. this was mostly what it was. Um, <laughs> like, you, what do you mean you don't know who Angry Joe is? Um, He's so fucking then, with me. To see, like, in that circle like reviews of movies or shows and even if they kind of i'm on the same page as far as like i didn't like this either but then they start talking more i'm like oh oh no the reasons you didn't like it are very different from mine mm-hmm. and then like oh fuck it, it, kind of like he was like 
oh no, am I on a list now? Yeah. Like, that I clicked on this dude. Yeah. And there's been times <laughs> where I, 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 from the thumbnail and the title, I can tell like, this is just some fucking idiot bitching. Yeah. But I want to click on it because like, oh, I want to hear yeah. the dumb shit that comes out of your mouth. But like, I don't want to give you the view. Exactly. Or the click. Because I also feel like that's what you, all you really want is for me to click on this. That's, I mean, that's, like I said, like the Ben Shapiro thing. I'm not clicking on any of his stuff. All the information I got is from what other people said about it. Or wait until some <laughs> other YouTube commenter makes a video about yeah. your video and then yeah. we'll hear the stupid shit you said. Yeah. Like, it's it's one of those things It's like really weird with kids movies. Like, leave the damn kids alone. <laughs> Just let them enjoy their shit. And I'm not even, you know, this one didn't even anger me on, on a kids movie level. Because I do agree with the person who, they didn't attack me, but came back at me and was like, this was for everybody. It's like, turtles are for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And like, they realize, they realize that there's generations of people watching this. Like, Seth Rogen's my fucking age. Yeah. Of course, I don't get me wrong. There's also plenty of comments ripping on Seth Rogen in, in here too. It's like, of course it's fucking dumb. Blah, 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 blah. Seth Rogen's like, I, I guess it's like, I didn't realize people hated Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's more of a new thing that people really hate him now, even though, you know, people love the boys so much. <laughs> There's only one person who's like, he should just stick to the boys. And it's like, oh, so someone does know that. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because from some of these people, it's like, it seems like you would like the boys. Also, seems like you would like Homeland. You would really like Homeland, dude. Or Stormfront. Yeah, maybe more so Stormfront, huh? <laughs> but <laughs> it, it was eye-opening too. Just like you know, I clearly see people can have different opinions on things and and really perceive same piece of media in a different way. Um, it's kind of fascinating, but also it can be really depressing if you go too deep into that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and that's why it's, you know when I've seen some movie and I'm like, why do they even put this out? Like, who do they think is gonna like this? It's like, oh, no, I, I get it. Yep. Or something that was really good that didn't succeed. I'm like, how did this not succeed? I'm like, oh. I didn't realize all these people hated us. I think I, I remember really some like people that didn't said. that didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and it was like, "What didn't you like about it?" And like, "Oh, the dialogue was trite," and whatever they they had their opinions, and I, I didn't disagree. I wasn't like, "You're wrong." I was yeah. like, "Huh, that's how you took that." That's okay. It's so strange. I was like, "Did it's you really like strange. the first one?" It's like, "The first one was good. The second one was okay, and this one was terrible." It's like, all right, I mean, sure, enough. sure. How about that? <laughs> I definitely don't agree, but sure. And that's yeah. It's like. Yeah, and, and clearly YouTube comments, again, which I don't normally do. I've done more now in this past weekend than I've done in my entire life. You should not do that. <laughs> um, well, occasional, uh, a couple of them was like, I wanted to actually have it. Like that one, that guy wasn't, he wasn't shitty. Twitter is even more but toxic. I, I did one just like, I was legit. Discuss, I wasn't like, you're wrong. What did you think was bad about it? I was like, no, what didn't, I was like, okay, so you didn't like it. Like, what didn't you like about it? And right. there's no real answer. I mean, he, he no, he did, he gave an answer and I mean, if I was talking to this person, I could be like, well, I mean, I think it's this. Like what you and I are doing, like, I can't think of one right now, but like, well, technically Mario, I guess. Yeah, like, that's it, Mario. You liked Mario, and it's like, I didn't. But I wasn't also like, you're wrong, it's fucking dumb. And also, you were like, no, it's good, because like... Uh, Spider-Verse is also a good one, where I was slightly disappointed by it. And I really loved it. And you loved it. And, you know, I think back to days when I was young, and I watched Siskel and Ebert. I more liked ones like, ooh, did they, did they disagree on this one? Ooh, yeah. this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched a clip of some old some of their old stuff and it's them just screaming at each other. Those are, I mean, that was fun, but those are some great. more fun <laughs> discussions, especially, you know, if you're literate of those things and are you're passionate about it and, it, and a discussion is being had, it's not just you're wrong, yeah. you're dumb, you're woke, go broke. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like saying like the same buzzwords over and over again, but actually like, no. And that's, again, I think it was what angered me in the, the Mr. H reviews of these three old white dudes was also the review really wasn't a review is like, you're just bitching. And, Someone pointed out, like, oh, this is their job. Like, and I was like, I can't believe you all get paid to do to, this. To like, complain about nonsense. We're doing this for free. 
Y'all can, <laughs> but y'all can. I mean, you you can send us money. I think somewhere. I don't know. That would help. Do I, we don't have a Patreon. No, not yet. Just liking and liking yeah, and sharing liking on and sharing. Yeah, on a uh, on a uh, Spotify at Shallow Cinema and iTunes at Shallow Cinema. Follow us on X now at Shallow underscore Cinema. <laughs> Are we blue check marked? <laughs> no. I'm not paying for that shit. You have to pay for that now. Also, is there something called like Podcast Catcher? There's just like an app that can just like, you know, if you're here, if you're hearing us, wherever you're hearing us. Well, I I use a a podcast service. I really go and hey, sponsor us. Um, Spotify for podcasters used to be Anchor FM. Please, uh, that one allows me to put it on everything. So yeah, sponsor us and <laughs> like us and gives a give us a thumbs up. We should have said that at the opening of the show. Uh, who cares? You're it's at the end of the show. Well, if you got this far, I mean, you really should give us a thumbs up. I mean, yeah, we've talked for I don't know how he's going to edit this, but like we've talked for a very long time. And uh, you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. I enjoy talking about this kind of stuff but let's go ahead and get out of here so i'm gonna again reiterate go see absolutely go see turtles mutant mayhem if you have a family for sure take bring them. the kids out we saw it in 3d it was fun that was an, i didn't know you were gonna go to 3d i didn't either i forgot actually but you don't need the 3d i mean the 3d <laughs> and i also had the amc turtle ooze slushy it was just green apple it was good but it's called ooze <laughs> anyway uh next time Join us for the uh, the event of the century. I was gonna say Blue Barber and Hyper Beetle because I think Blue Beetle comes out this weekend. Are you watching that? I don't know. I mean, it's I don't want to watch. I it. thought about it and I was like, you know, it could be worth a discussion on a level of that movie was made for HBO Max, but Zaslav's like it's going to theaters, <sighs> and it kind of is like the start of James Gunn's DCU, even though it's not. But wouldn't it be fucking weird if like one it does better than Flash? It's I mean, that it's, would, go- it's going to. That <laughs> I don't think it can't. <laughs> do better but it's also going to release with no promotion because they can't go out and promote it yeah and if it if it does better than flash i feel like it deserves just like oh we should talk about it then because like this is something okay you know what i'll I'll do i'll do this also i'll go see it and i'll go see uh talk to me so we can go ahead and get that out of the way too for for as you know hbo maxi as it looked (laughs) after seeing the flash aren't you also in probably in agreement of like i bet the special effects on this are better we Even can, from the trailer, the special effects on it were better. So uh, if we do an episode on this, I can talk about it more in depth, but I'll I'll, I'll end it here. Um, San Diego Comic-Con was recently, like uh, it hey, happened recently. First Comic-Con in probably, what, 20 years that yeah. was actually about comics and toys? Yeah. Now no longer about movies and video so, games. So they had the Blue Beetle costume there. And from the movie? Yeah, because it's a, it's a real suit. And um, uh, some TikTokers went and talked to the guy that's at the stand. And he was like, I like afterwards, he's like, thank you guys so much for like talking about this. No one cares. Like, I, I have to just stand here all day. I'm just, I'm glad to say something to someone. It's like, we put a lot of effort into the suit and no one gives a shit. I'm hopeful. I, you know what? <laughs> like, I hope it does okay enough. It was just really funny to see this fucking. Was it, was it a guy from, I guess, the company that made the suit? Must be. Uh, but it's it was like, because otherwise, like if he was from Warner Brothers, he definitely just lost his job. Yeah, absolutely. But it was just really funny because like you see all this really cool shit and like some video games got announced and stuff. And then it's just a blue beetle in the middle of the floor that no one. Hey, everybody. Like, no one's even taking a picture. Blue beetle. <laughs> uh, anyway, like, comment, subscribe, um, go down, get infected by ooze in is the that, New York help? sewers. <laughs> ooze just sounds better just ooze you know that's what they call it i think snooze in your ooze or you know don't let nick fury get your ooze (laughs) fuck off all right glad to be back hell yeah shell yeah